Coleman, the Coach AB Show, with my main man, Darnell Smith, a.k.a. Big Smitty. I'm going to bring some light to the darkness, man. I'm going to light it up in this mug, man, so I'm, I'm ready. It's going to be fire and ice. Uh, even though you got you bring that heat as well, you might be that ice that cool me down a little bit. Played at Ball State. You've been at Fox Sports with great people around you. You've had Lil Wayne on your show. I respect, I respect the hell out of you to see that you're doing what you're doing and still doing what you're doing for real. The way you do it, man. You said from day one, you had the same enthusiasm. You keep the same enthusiasm and it's fucking contagious. We're about to give them this, uh, this fire and ice. The Coach AB Show with Big Smitty. JB here live on this free game Friday, fired up Friday. And this coach, this is the Coach JB show with Big Smitty. But today we have special co-host, my main man, big man on campus, as you know him on Twitter. My boy Jeff Nadu joins us. What up, Jeff? What up, coach? Good to see you on a Friday. It's early, but it's way earlier for you than it's way earlier for me. I usually don't wake up to like 10 o'clock. Here I got me in, and you got me up a little early today. Ten o'clock on the East Coast. Correct. God, you living the life out there, well, man. I, I don't go like, to bed. Grow up. I don't oh. go to bed till like three o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You out there? You out there big time with them? Um, hey, it's yeah, six o'clock on the West Coast. Hey, man, early bird gets the worm. They say so. You know. True. Hey, you might. I might change you. You might like it. You might. You might. You might co-host on Monday as well, man. Because we got a. We got a big announcement. Baby Gronk and his daddy will be on the show live Monday. I'll be doing it from Vegas, uh, from my hotel in Vegas at the Aria. And uh, you might be helping me on that day, too, because what's the deal? They're saying that you look like Baby Gronk's daddy. Have you heard this rumor? No, no. Yeah, people have been hitting me up saying, yo, you look like that kid. Are you his father's brother's uncle? I love the kid, though. I'm good for him, man. I mean, I know that, listen, that's to be a marketer that way to a kid at that age. It's crazy, man. That's that's impressive. I mean, that's a genius, I think. Shit. I mean, he was at Purdue yesterday. He got uh, he did that. Um, He's been everywhere. You know, he's with Nick Saban and Dion. And I mean, he's been everywhere. So. When you start to be around those type of guys, um, Kirby Smart, Saban, like everyone that for everyone that bashes the dad's hustle and the kid and all that, let's make sure we're clear. Nick Saban is taking photo ops with the kid, so that has to say something. So I, mean, I don't know what, but we're gonna find out here uh, here soon because um, we're we're gonna break his film down. I broke some film down yesterday. It's not very good film, so I've I requested some good film, which he's supposedly sending me today, and uh, he's kind of up in arms about it. He's like he wants to he wants to question my uh, my breakdown. So I said, "Well, come on the show then." So he's gonna come on Monday. So everyone let let everyone know he's coming on Monday with his son, and uh, we're gonna break him down. 
Let's get the show started off, first of all, with uh, this show is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. I can now say that with Jeff on the show. Um, <laughs> make sure you head on over to BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Also, this show is brought to you by Fubo TV. If you don't know, this show is now on Fubo TV every day at midnight. 12 p.m. slot, midnight, 12 a.m. slot, I'm sorry. Midnight uh, every day on Fubo TV uh, that just launched, uh, I believe, yesterday. So that's exciting. Yeah, okay. that's exciting, man. We're gonna we're gonna see you're on Fubo tonight, Jeff. Um, I will say one thing about a bet online. So I've been gambling a long time. People know that. That's my bread and butter. Dave Mason at Bet Online. I've known him forever. Good people over there, man. I've known those guys for a long time. They've been a long industry standard. I've I've used their lines off and on since my career started. So, really, yeah, absolutely. Well, you want to tell the story before we get going? So Barstool wouldn't allow you to come on shows if you had. So that's why when you would come on, I would never mention Bet Online if anyone ever noticed. Because I also had Kelly in Vegas on the show. She also mentioned I couldn't bring yeah. that up at that time. Yeah. I think I had BetUS as a sponsor. But uh, it's crazy how that works. They kind of tell you you can't go on that show, right? Yeah, I mean, the, the regulations are super strict. And I, I actually had – um when I was there the first time at Barstool, I had shows that I had to take down because of – they said I was glorifying gambling and, like, different things. They're very – it's real – and it's not them. It's it's the regulators. But, um, but yeah, it's pretty nice to be a little bit more free now with it, though. Yeah, uh, Big Smitty's on the way to New York. Hopefully, they can see through the fire. Um, I think you're. I think you're better off now. I mean, I'm not in New York, but we had the worst air quality in the country here yesterday, and it's a bit better today. So, damn. And Jeff's in Pennsylvania, so everyone that knows. Uh, also, this show is brought to you by CanadaDipCBD.com. Head on over to CanadaDipCBD.com. All you coaches out there that watch the eye in the sky don't lie, go and get you some can of dips. CBD.com, the best, cleanest way to dip there is. You can dip these on the sideline, unlike tobacco coaches. I know we get frowned upon having a dip, even though I used to dip and spit on referees and shit. Can uh, I ask you, can I ask you real quick on, yep. on the baby gronk thing, real quick? Shouldn't we be and I, I remember hearing this when the mellow ball and Lavar ball and all that stuff came around. You know, he's he's this, he's too much, he's this and that. But shouldn't we be celebrating fathers like this as opposed to – because, look, the biggest problem I think we have in America is people with no fathers as children. And I think that molds you into becoming what you become a lot of the time. You need quality men in your life to succeed a lot of the time. Now, I know some people do because they just have that ability, but I think we should be uh, celebrating this individual more than, than not – but you could also, on the other side, say, well, I've dealt with the parents. Some of these characters are a little crazy. Yeah, you know? but see, when you get to college, you don't deal with parents no more. I refuse. Right. Uh, a lot of guys yeah. aren't dealing with parents. Saban's not dealing with the corner's mama coming in, talking about playing time. It ain't, it ain't, that's no more. High school, you got to deal with it. And only, I'm going to say this. I had this conversation yesterday. Mostly... The, the high school snobby parent that bitches and moans and cries are in affluent areas. I, I've, I've only coached in the hood. I've never had an issue with a parent ever. So, because they know you're the babysitter. 
You, basically, mostly single mamas sitting at home. You're basically taking them off their hands while they go work their two or three other jobs, and then they come home, they're tired. You have the kid for basically 75% of the day and 75% of the, of the year, and you have them, which is winter conditioning, spring ball, summer camp, and then the fall. So you're basically, in essence, their guardian, mentor, coach, daddies in some cases. So basically, the, the the parents in the hood love it. They don't really have too many issues. I've never really had any any issues. The issues I hear are in the fucking richy, uppity, up, affluent areas where parents think they have money that, that gives them the right to come out and question coaches, question this. I'm telling you, I used to tell any parent that had any issue whatsoever before they even started, I said, please understand something. I am not going to tell you how to parent. So don't fucking tell me how to coach. And that shuts them up. And if they ever get out of hand, I used to do clinics on this when no one else would do. I used to tell coaches, dog, bring the parent in on a Sunday, all the parents. And if they don't show up, then you tell them there's no more invites. You had your opportunity. But what you do is you bring them in on a Sunday, you sit them all down and you show the film. You show the game film from the night before and it'll be, and then, oh, Hey, is this your son, little Johnny, getting fucking walked to the gym floor? Like, then the parents just shut the hell up because now you're showing all the parents your kids in front of you. Because I and this guy don't lie. And you know, as I know, every day is an interview, dog. So, And this is also, I mean, this is destructive, too, to this kid because if – what happens if – and someone in the chat said it. What happens if this kid doesn't make the football team in high school? What if he's just, you know – He's put on this pedestal that he's the best player and he's playing against nobodies. Then he gets to that point and he's trash. Hey, I don't I don't want to see that happen. I'm just yeah, I'm curious. Here's the issue though. You have uh you got a lot of issues with shit like this because guys like me will tell your son, your 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 mom, the mom of the kid, you know, she'll be like, Coach, coach, why is my kid not going D1? And I'm, and I put my hand on her shoulder and I say, ma'am, your son is five four. He's uh 200 pounds he runs up six foot six four forty and there's the reason though i'm sorry if you don't know that then and then they can't handle that shit dog they just can't handle that shit and they don't want to deal with it so i mean it's fucked up uh let me get you started with the quote of the day uh for everybody out there sometimes the smallest step in the right direction ends up being the biggest step in your life I said that for my man Jeff today for helping me out with the show. Uh, I let, let that sink in. I used to use that with my players all the time. That's a real quote right there. Um, sometimes the smallest step in the right direction ends up being the biggest step of your life. Um, and I'll give you one at the end of the show. How about that? Oh, perfect. Um, we got a lot going on in the chat. The chat's on fire. Uh, Facts of Life, a little segment we do, Jeff, uh, on this day in history, 1934, Jeff. I don't know if you're a big, uh, you know, anime or cartoons or or uh, any of that, but uh, Donald Duck made his debut on film, 1934. Wow, uh, wow I didn't know. I never knew If that. anybody could get the – the movie that he made his debut on, the name of the movie, I will give them a hoodie right now. If anybody would could could call in, I would let somebody call in, but it's probably too early. We'll do a we're gonna do trivia today. We apologize for not getting it done the last few days. Big Smitty and I have been on a roll and we've had a forgot. We have a lot of trivia to give away. 
But in 1934, Donald Duck made his film debut in what movie? Does anyone know? I want to see if anyone knows. Uh, somebody's going to uh, steam. Nope. The Donald. Nope. Free Donald Trump. Nope. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I, I, well, I, do, I have no idea. I've I if if you can believe this coach, I like older films. I love that kind of stuff. I think it's interesting. There's a show back in the day. You ever see the original Little Rascals? Hey, somebody on TikTok brought it up, dog. Wise little hint. Yeah. He's correct. He, ha- okay. he cannot be a little. He cannot be the normal TikToker, or he Google it real wise fast. Wise little hen. What is that? I never heard of that. But the I watched wise, some of that. The wise little hen. Yep. Hmm. Hey, I got a poll question for you. Um, Jeff, for the chat, make sure you drop your uh, comments in the chat. I got a poll question. Um, are the Olympics a waste of money? Let that uh, controversial topic weigh in. Anyone in there, drop it if you guys want to discuss it. Um, I think it's a waste of money, dog. What, what do we get out of the Olympics? We send a bunch of cats over there to have different, uh, spend a lot of money. We get really nothing from of it besides a medal if we do win. And a bunch of drama. Sometimes we've had major controversy. We've had, uh, you know, basically wars break out over the Olympics. We've had all kinds of shit. Uh, now, the other good side of it, the war has stopped for the Olympics. We've stopped wars, seized battles for the Olympics. We've had a lot of history about the Olympics. I think it's a waste of money, uh, personally. I think it's a waste of money every eight years. Now you added the Winter Olympics every four. And then you asked, enter the I mean, there's so much shit. I don't know, man, because you can't play football in it. So there's just not a fair comparison. Who are you what gonna if play? they did? You would love um, it. You, you know, you gonna play? You gonna play Japan in fucking football? You would love it if they did, though. That would you? <laughs> would you love the Olympics then? Maybe, but I, I, now you're talking big money. Now you're talking big, big money. Well, that's why they do it, Coach. Because the money, they make a ton of money doing it. They do. That's what I'm saying. But this, the, 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 the countries themselves are, are blowing astronomical amounts of money to go over there. So, right. I don't know. D Dirty Dollar I mean, said it's not a waste of money when we're dumping money to other countries. At least it gives us something to cheer about. Yeah, but we that's the problem. We don't cheer about our own shit going on here. I can't say I watch the Olympics, so I, I would agree in a way. I think it also does, if you look into a lot of these countries, World Cup, stuff like that. A lot of the creation of the stuff, they don't ever end up using it. It's just a bunch of slums in 10 years anyway. So, yeah, I don't I don't care about it, but some people like it. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. Um, I got a little breaking news. A staffing shortage. I want to get your take on this. A staffing shortage at a U.S. Naval Hospital in Okinawa is allowing pregnant women to not have birth and have to fly them home to the U.S. to have birth. Can you imagine a U.S. naval base in another country not being able to staff it to give birth to a help a woman give birth and have to fly them all the way across the country or overseas to come back home? And, and this is the general issue right now with the and someone mentioned it in this chat i think very recently why are we sending billions of dollars to countries not belonging to the united states when we have this kind of thing going on now i don't know what's going on here exactly i gotta read into it a little bit that seems ridiculous 
In fact, yeah, it's crazy. Today. There's a lot of shit going on, Jeff, right now. Um, have you seen uh, Have you seen this uh, UFO sighting? It's almost midnight on May 1st when a Las Vegas Metro Police officer's body cam catches this something flashing low in the sky. 911 emergency. Minutes later, there's a there's like an eight foot person beside it, and another one's inside, and it has big eyes and looking at us, and it's still there. Someone calls 911, reporting two. So hold on. So it looks like all the alien videos and movies we've always thought they look like, huh? In your backyard. person looking at us. Two large figures in their backyard. Oh, no, I'm so nervous right now. The 8 News Now investigators obtaining another officer's video as he's sent to the Northwest Valley home. I have butterflies, bro. Everyone saw a shooting star. Then these people say there's aliens in their backyard. By now, it's more than an hour after that bright light. Officers meeting up with the caller and his family. What'd you see? It was like a, it was like a big creature. A big creature? Yeah, like a long testy top. I'm not gonna BS you guys. One of my partners said they saw something fall out of the sky too, so that's yes. why I'm kind of curious. Did you see anything land? So I saw, I saw a bunch of shit online last night, and then. There's another video. There's a 25-foot ring that was embedded in the grass, and then they said some black SUVs rolled up and covered it and pulled it off and drove away and told the cops to get out. So whoever this is, so the men in black might be real around Vegas right now. I'm, I'm going to oh, Vegas well. this weekend, Jeff. I'm going to Vegas. I know you're going to Vegas in July. We're going to have to hook up. Yeah. But – What's the odds of me running into an eight-foot figure with big eyes? I mean, well, that's I mean, the men in black suits or the the F or the CIA uh, likely. Uh, but yeah, this whole thing has been the, the question since you know we've all been born. You know, where, where is there alien? Look, what that footage shows you is if this ever actually happens, where thousands of these creatures come to this country and, and what are we going to do nothing absolutely nothing they're calling the cops cops don't even know they're they have there's cop city was sh shaking shaking he didn't know what to do yeah who knows probably was just some sort of animal or something but hey i got a little culture for you i got a little piece i want you to hear about <laughs> so cameron and i believe i don't know if it's may i don't know who was his co-host but they have a show and they're doing a podcast and they're taking shots at everybody apparently so they're trying to push for shannon sharp to come on their show and they're like i know you got shay shay room and all this but uh <sighs> then they take a shot at michael irvin at the end saying that they can guarantee get michael irvin i don't know have you seen his video i've seen this show from time to time they've They've called out a, a couple of people. Uh, all right, let's like rappers. Um, also. Shannon Sharp would do well here. Shannon, you definitely got a home here. <laughs> Yo, listen, my nigga, come to is what it is, nigga. You know how much bread we get, and you can be you because we being us. Yeah. Yo, shit would be well, my nigga. Yeah. I'm telling you, I know you got Club Shay Shay, and I know you're not just reaching a buyout without something else lined up. <laughs> But think about it, my nigga. It makes mad sense. Yeah. Mad sense. We get we get him and Mike Irvin, we can get a hundred. Now we can get Mike Irvin, nigga. All we need is a quarter key. <laughs> we get a quarter. <laughs> Next episode. Hey, uh, God damn. Hey, this motherfucker's being as hood as you could be in a suit. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. Um God damn. What up, what up, what up? It's the real Coach AB for the Coach AB Show with Big Smitty. Prize Picks is here to announce. Football season may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. 
Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. You can now win up to 100 times your money on Prize Picks with as little as four correct picks. You can turn $10 into 1000 with pro basketball, pro hockey, and college basketball entries today on Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. Please make sure you follow along on the Coach JB Show with Big Smitty and download the app today and use code COACHJB for a first deposit match up to $100. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for restrictions and details. Peace. You muted. You muted. You muted. Damn it. Uh, you got Mace with the pink and black shirt, too. That's so that was Mace, funny. right? Yeah, yeah. That I'll tell you one thing, man. Cameron, think about what he did for hip hop culture. Okay, just seriously, think about it for just a second. He is instrumental to the two thousands. Instrumental. He changed the way we dressed. People like me, all all of us, young kids. Really? Yes, I wore pink all the time, bro. Oh. It was, yeah, we wore the big pink shirts, man. I love Cameron. He also has a very underrated discography. If you actually look into him, underrated rapper. Him and Fat Joe are the two most underrated rappers of the 2000s to me. Really? Um, Fat Joe, man. I team. like Big Pun better. I like them both, but Fat Joe, I mean, just some bangers. Is May still a pastor? Hmm. At one point, I think you, I don't think he is now. I mean, I think you're always a pastor, but yeah, I don't think he's a practicing one. All right, we got to get on this Zion thing, man, because you have a close relationship with a lot of adult film stars. And uh, Zion (laughs) obviously has made news for multiple things lately. Obviously, being with this girl whose claim to fame is being a squirter. Um, Have you ever been with a squirter? I can't say I have, at least not that I remember. Let me ask you this. Do, have you ever seen someone squirt? Of course. Sure. Absolutely. Do you think it's pee or not? That's always been the major question to me. Uh, No, I think it's just, it's, it's, uh, they're in, you know. Women, where's the women at? Is it pee or not? Cause I say I'm on the scientific side. I can't say it's pee because of you women will tell me it comes from a different area, right? But it gets traces of urine, right? Is that am I correct on this? Uh, I would think, uh, yeah, I would. I would have to imagine it's all pretty close to the same area. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing, though: Do you make them squirt, or do they squirt no, on their I, own? Yeah, that's the that's the big question. I, I, I think they're. I think some chicks can just do it and some chicks can't. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think it's just like a special game. It's just like a specialty. You got to have it or you don't. It's like the it factor. You I think probably most it, women you know. could do it, though. If um, Monica said, leave me out of it. Yeah, man, don't put her on blast like that. Slap dick. Um, some men don't have no game, Jeff. Like, they're, they have no game whatsoever. Like, they are 
They really think they can just talk he to just, women however they want. He just picked the one girl and said, tell her. She could do it. Tell us. Like, rude fuck. Um, see, I would choke the fuck out of you if you're my if that was my Monica was my daughter. But see, that's how people don't understand. And then in person, they're, oh, I'm sorry. No, you're not. That's who you are, motherfucker. That's not what you say you are. Um, I got a uh I got a I got a design on things getting weirder and weirder though. So everyone knows the story. I did a whole rant on it. Uh, you know, basically he does a gender reveal. First of all, gender reveal should be for women. If a guy's involved in a gender reveal, I think that he should be wearing fucking pink, Jeff. He should be with Cameron and Mace on that fucking show right now. That is the gender the gender reveal should be for women. And I think gender reveals are the fucking Let me I- ask you though. So you you're saying you don't think there should be like like I've seen, for instance, like in certain ethnic communities, they have like a whole big family party and they they guess what it is. And then they're all there. You, you don't you don't like that? You think it's just my, a woman? My boy, Brian K- my boy Brian Case is in the chat, loyalist uh, out of out of out of Michigan. You know, him and his wife had, had their second kid. But the first kid, they did a gender reveal thing and I had to call him out on it. They did the fucking poof, the blue met puff smoke. Oh, so you, don't, you don't agree with that? Hell no. That's well, crazy, you talking about a, a fucking uh, quinceanera where they bagged the, the candy bag thing? Yeah, like I've seen ones like where the whole family, you go around and guess and you just have fun with it. Yeah, I've seen oh, that. Oh, I've never seen that. But did they do, did they puff the thing and it comes yeah. out? Oh, no. Nah. It's definitely a newer thing. Ten oh, no years doubt about it. No doubt about it. It's a newer thing for sure. Are you know so, damn. Come on, stop front. You know damn well if you met a girl you fell in love with and you all had a kid, you would do it. No. If she said, "Jason, we're doing this." No. You'd be doing it, and you'd be popping a balloon. No, we're not doing. You no know you do? You do a football theme. You'd get like a football and you would throw it at it. That's what you do. Fuck no. Yeah, I, yeah, I would throw it at the fucking. Whoever brought that idea to the thing, there's no way that I'm going to do a gender reveal. Now, I might do it. If I did a gender reveal, Jeff, I bet you money that it would be the most viral fucking video on planet Earth. If I were to be in a fucking pink suit and doing a a gender reveal, I bet you money. The women in here would love it. I would absolutely. What do you guys say? Cringe? Is that the cringe vibe? I have the cringe vibe. My my ass will be so fucking puckered. You have to admit, though, it's funny when they do these elaborate ones and then they fuck it up. And, like, like, you might hit it or something and they might miss. It's funny when they do it. Uh, I just can't do it, man. It's just just a lot. I've lost that generator. I got to sit it out. I'd have to sit that one out. I would have to... uh, I would have to go, like in the back or something like I'd come out later after you guys have done it all. Like you had to, you had to have really got the blower out and blew the fucking pink shit all off. Yeah. You really are a get off my lawn motherfucker, man. Yeah. Everybody in the chat, they go at it. Yeah. I hate, I'm going to get off the lawn. He hates everything. Huh? He hate everything. Yeah. Fuck it. Uh, You know what? I want you to earn the shit that you get. I don't want to give shit to nobody, even my own securities and insecurities, Jeff. I'm not even going to let you know that. <laughs> I don't have insecurities no more. I, I, I got to a point in life where I'm like, fuck everything. Because uh, at the end of the day, 
Shit. Do you Buddy think Max the kids remember the fucking gender reveal, by the way? When he asked you for a fucking new car? Fuck no, he ain't. He asked you for a goddamn, hey, dad, remember the gender reveal I had? No, because you weren't fucking born yet, and you didn't have to pick up all the shit. But I think it's meant to, like like I said, the ethnic communities, they do more of like, hi, this is your Tia, my aunt. I think you're going to be a girl. And, like, they give it to the kid, I guess. I don't know. How about this? I don't, I don't want to know what I have. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I don't even want to know what I have. That's, that's what you'll say to your girl. You'd be like, no, nah, let's just don't know. Then you don't have to do the gender reveal. We didn't we didn't know what I was having when I had my daughter. We didn't know. So it was kind of crazy because I had to buy some shit for both just in the beginning. I had to buy a little boy shit, a little girl shit just to make sure. But I, we, we didn't want to know. We were like, fuck it. We don't care. You what know what I find interesting is. about you, coach? You are probably the most you're the person on the planet that I'd love to have a son and you don't have a son. I know. I know. You should get, you had to get a, you have to have a son. I'm too old now, man. I don't think, I think you could like a 35 year old. 47. Let's just fast forward. 47. Let's say I had a kid by 48. So you fast forward 20 years. Well, 18 years. I'd be 66 years old or so when my kids graduating. So I'd be 64, 5, 6 while he's playing Pop Warner High School. Young, school. But you're a young one. I don't even know if I live to be 67, 68. Like, that's too old to watch my son play football. I want to be cool, swagged out when my son's playing. Right now, like, I should have a kid in high school senior now. So you ain't going to be uh, De Niro having a kid at, like... You can't be Al Pacino, dog, 80-fucking-two, having a, a new kid. Uh... Robert De Niro and Al Pacino will never see the. They may not even see the kid, but but they may not. They're definitely not going to see him. Uh, now, if, if Al Pacino's at that kid's high school football game or band camp or whatever the fucking artsy side of of the actors do, uh, I would say that he's probably going to be a fucking band member. Um, if he's alive, then we know he's a clone, and I'm going to start believing in clones and shit because Al Pacino would be 117. <laughs> No, I'm not gonna. There's no way I'm watching that shit. Uh, so, 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 so Zion. Back to the Zion thing. We were talking about Jeff hangs out, gets a, knows quite a few. We actually reached out to a few adult stars to come on today. Everyone was packed. We're gonna try to get Alexis Texas or 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 uh, Michelle Ryan or uh, we've reached out to a few people. Uh, Big Smitty knows a few as well. Like Lisa Ann, they do. They're collaborating right now on a merch line. So he's cool with Lisa. So we're going to get someone on. We're going to talk to them about this. But I got to ask you, Jeff. So they do a gender reveal. Mariah Mills, porn star, comes out mad about it. Blast Zion. And now, last night, she even went harder in the paint. She's pulling up all kind of DMs and tweets. Well, there's new news and a new wrinkle to this whole story, if you haven't heard. And it is a... Uh, it's a new broad coming out. Another woman now has called out Zion after he flew her out, got her courtside seats and more. She claims he did all this knowing he had a baby on the way. So, you know, another girl that looks like, you know, someone you want a wife and, 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 and represent you as a mother. Yeah, her, whole fucking, her whole I ass, out, ass I don't is agree out. with that. Who the fuck I mean, would wife that? Listen, yeah, I'm not like that. I'm just saying, like, this is 
I think this is so sad, man. I, like, and for all the parties involved, he he is most to blame. But he is a young man who just wants to have a good time and doesn't think about the repercussions from this type of shit. But what's so sad is the women that these individuals choose. Look, I'm not going to tell you I haven't dipped my toe in, in that type of to woman, you know, the the, the hood or the the, 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 the the porn star or whatever. But that ain't the type of girl you want to get involved with, man. Like some of these dudes don't think at all. Just Thank about my you. See, 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 Big Smitty took the other side and I was taking your side. I'm like, nah, man, put mm -hmm. an onus on the dude. He's the <laughs> professional Jeff. Like you got million, hundreds of million dollars to waste. This girl gets a thousand dollars a nut to do porn. And my whole thing is like you, you're messing with a chick that like all these, why not find like a, I never understood how come like, like the Eagles quarterback, Jalen Hurts, his girl, she's like richer than he is. Like she's, you know, that's the type of girl you want to be around. You've been around her forever. These guys are just dipping their toe in private stock, messing with these bums on Twitter that have a couple of followers and an OnlyFans. You know when shit gets real, they're just gonna bury you and throw you out there. They don't care about you. You have I'm nothing compared to Zion Williamson. And every single person that I even talk to, I'm questioning what they're around for, why they're what why they're asking me this type of question. I sent you some shit the other day. The the shit these people look for from me. I got to be careful with every fucking conversation I have because they're all trying to exploit me right now because I was in the New York Post and I don't even nothing. I could imagine being like this. How much how much kickback have you gotten from being on the New York Post? I remember when I was on there, it was like every swinging dick made up some story that they think they knew oh, about. Yeah. Me. I mean, I'm like I, you don't know shit about me, and neither does the New York Post, by the way. So. How much shit have you gotten from being on a big tabloid like that? Uh, yeah, I had a couple of people saying some crazy shit, but I, they've done that forever, right? Yeah. You, know, I, you haven't, you couldn't believe the shit I've hear, heard about myself. But yeah, I feel bad for for that because again, like he's a young, like given the circumstances, he's still a pretty young guy. I mean, he's he's thinking with his dick, he's not thinking with his head. Um, his parents are probably looking and saying, "Damn, man, like." Like, who's the original girlfriend that he got? Is she, how is she? What's she like? She's the squirter. Is she just normal or? Nah, she's also like OnlyFans or something. No, no, not her. Like, her on the left. Isn't she like the original? Like, isn't she just a normal girl? No, that's her on the left right there, ain't it? No, I want to say she. he has like three girls now. The, the two new ones that he messed with. But he has like a real girlfriend, supposedly. Wait, so ain't this the girl on the left, the same girl on the right? I don't know. That's where I'm a little confused here. Yeah, I yeah. That girl on the left that's pregnant is the one on the right. So is Mariah. Mariah Mills is not his girl, right? No, that's the porn star that he was supposedly trying to fly out. Okay, to. so what I'm saying is the, the girl that he originally was with, which I guess is her right here. This girl right here. What What is her profession? She's a squirter. But is she a porn star as well? Uh, trying to be, because uh, Mariah Mills is calling okay. her some half-assed so, porn star. Okay, so from what the, what the chat says, this dude just likes these OnlyFans type of chicks, which I have said there are two different type of OnlyFans chicks. There's ones that are actually getting it, making money, and they just do it for the you know thrill of shit. And then there's the other ones that'll fuck anybody and they'll do this nutty shit on camera. Maybe she's one of those. Fair enough, but she's got to pick new women, man. 
clearly. These hey, aren't the I, I love the people that come into chats on certain apps. We talk about this all the time. And they throw, you know, they try to troll you and talk shit. Like, but the picture is a profile that's naked, nobody. And then the user, this guy's user name is user one two four seven nine six six nine seven four. This is the user, and he wants to talk shit. You know, he just woke up, made an account. Yeah, that's what it is. He wants to come on the show. Like the secondhand embarrassment I get from a guy that wants to create an account just to come on my show and talk is unbelievable. Can you imagine you or I making an account up on our day, uh, any day, and just say, you know what, I'm gonna make an account and go on to TikTok Live to troll Coach JB? No, I, I said many times that uh, I never understood talking shit behind a fake profile. Oh, I, I want you to know it's me that said it. Social media has allowed these pussies to exist, though. Why do you think we got more guys hitting women than we've ever had? Because of this pussy. They're allowed to talk behind the chat, and they don't have no repercussion. There's Listen, nobody smacking the shit out of them. To that little dickhead, go take a pee, get a shower, and go to your bum-ass job. Get out of here. Get get lost. don't have a job. Me. That's the thing. He's not. He don't have a job, Jeff. He's the next major YouTuber. He's the new IG model. <laughs> he thinks he's going to be the next IG model, Jeff. That's why he's not working. He's on his mom's basement. He wakes up every day. His fat 600-pound mom slaps her fat titty in his mouth. Boop. And then he sucks on her titty all morning, gets up, finally as he has enough nutrition from the mom's milk, and then jumps up and gets on IG Live, TikTok Live, and wants to talk shit. That's what these cats are. And then yeah. guess what, Jeff? I will see them today as he's pushing his mama's cart at fucking Walmart, and he will ask me for an autograph and suck dick. That's always how it is. Yeah. Always. You oh. see these cats in real life, and they're, oh, I'm just kidding, bro. I'm a fan. I'm trolling uh, you, bro. Exactly. Exactly. Like, no, bro. Trolling is not... I don't know who the fuck you are, and you say a bunch of shit about me. Then I call you out and you say, oh, bro, I'm just kidding. No, no. Oh, oh, Jeff, when you bark back at him on Twitter, and then they say, oh, I'm just I'm just busting your balls, coach. I'm a fan. Yeah. And the best thing is when they say, so, so someone will come to me. Now, I've had people do this, coach, literally. You're a child molester. You're a terrorist. Uh, you, you can't fly. Like, oh, weird shit. And then, oh, bro, why are you so sensitive? Oh, I know. Exactly. Exactly. Why am I so sensitive? Exactly. No, this is the thing. They think they can talk. And then when you you talk back. You're the bad guy, right. No, when you talk back, though, it's unbelievable that they now are offensive. And they're like, oh, no, no. no." They're actually defensive. And they're like, oh, you can't handle it. Like, shut up. Like, you are nobody. You have no resume. You are a nobody, and it is very sad. And 10 years from now, you're going to wake up and be like, fuck, what have I done in my life? Nothing. What I do, though, Coach, is I just block them. I don't even respond. This, at this oh, I don't either. I don't what, either. what I'll usually see is they'll go to my sit-down account, and they'll hit me up and be like, why are you so soft, pussy? It's like, because I don't want to f- – I could fucking do something about this, but I'm just going to not deal with you. And that's what I got to uh, do now. I get – I get – a cat I'll block on Twitter or my publicist will block them and then they'll come up to Instagram. Yeah. And then they'll block them on that. They'll go to my other Instagram. Then they'll block me on that. And then they'll go to my email. I have like true stalkers. So let me. Like, here's the stalker that I have, Jeff. 
I don't know what your situation is, but I got to break this down. And this is free game Friday. We're fired up on this Friday. Pound the like button, subscribe, become a member. If you're not, make sure you follow Jeff's crime show on YouTube. And we'll drop the link on this show on the bottom ticker um, here in a minute. I got to ask you something. You know, the people that are doing these things, I wonder, and I really question myself, did I steal his girl? A, that's the first thing that pops up to my mind. I fucked his wife. But I didn't know it was his wife but because I wouldn't do it. But I must have fucked his wife. Or years ago, I stole his prom queen. I, he came to the prom and his girl was in the back, bent over, and I was just straight fucking ass too. Anal. Not even pussy. Weird. I was just fucking her in the ass right in the back of the coop uh, at the prom. And I had some Lokes on and some... Uh, and some Nike Cortez. But that was back in the day. So we that was probably what was happening. And these are the people now coming back and trying to either they're mad, they're vindictive, or people like you and I are the people that did fuck their mom. And now they're trying to get back at everybody that like that. Well, That's I've what- noticed with like a lot of the stuff that's happened recently with me, I've noticed a lot of the people that do this type of shit are people that have nothing going on in life and they look at people like myself and they say why can't i do that why does he get to do that why can't i so i think a lot of it's envy but i have a guy uh coach he's stalked me for years and i found out his identity i actually had someone go to his house he called the police okay this is the kind of guy this guy is and he disappeared for a while this guy was making up shit about my sister accounts about my mother a real real low life motherfucker lives in arizona i lost touch with him he wasn't calling me for a while because i got a new number and i got an email a couple of months ago and they said hey um this is probably why you haven't heard from so-and-so got six years in state prison for beating up his girlfriend doing all this shit and i thought about getting on a visiting list and going out and seeing this motherfucker and doing some shit on the sit down about it um just to kind of say hey hello how you been you all right good to see you where you are and i'm where i am because that's all you have to do with these people. You just have to keep winning, keep doing what you do, and it'll it'll bother them. Because in the end, they'll fuck themselves. You know that's what they do. So. You're right. But You're I right. got a question for you. Speaking of um, crazy shit, right? I was thinking about. I thought of you right when I heard about this story. So for anyone that isn't aware, El Chapo Guzman, you know who that is, right? Drug kingpin. He's doing life in prison, in the most secure prison in this country. He'll never get out. When he went away, he had his third wife, a young woman, Emma Coronel. She's a beauty queen. He married her when she was 18 years old. He had two kids with her. She recently got out of prison this week. She was involved with conspiracy in his operation. So I ask you, coach, I'm going to ask you to look at her, look her up. Yeah, you know, here in Cali. She, she's doing a halfway house in, in L.A. right now, not far from you. So I'm, I'm, I'm saying let's speed this up to October, November, when she's free again. And Coach JB, you go to your local, you go to a bar in your area, right, occasionally, restaurant, and you see her walk in. She's at the bar, and you know it's her. Are you, are you approaching, knowing the connections, the past that she has? Is that a uh, type of that, – have you seen this woman? No. Let's look her up. I want you to see what she looks like. Throw her up What's on the screen. Name? Her name is Emma 
Coronel, C O R O N E L. C O R. C O R O N E L. I'm curious what you think about her, and and what would you approach her, knowing her past? Uh, nah, not my type at all. Not your thing. Nah, she's not very good looking at all to me. Her real name? Oh no, yeah. So two kids. She's 33. She's from California. Yeah, she was born in Cali, grew up in, in Mexico. Her father was a big cartel guy as well. Yeah, she looks like one of my maids, actually, that I, I fuck. Um, she but, actually but, looks exactly like one of my maids that has the BBL, the fake titty. Like, I, I bet you she has all that, too. She looks like she's got fake lips, fake But shit. what my question is, let's say, let's say she was your type, right? Is... Knowing what she's been involved with, knowing her ex, who her ex-husband is, Sinaloa is very active. Is that something you would partake in? Nah, let's say she's bad as hell. Not, not that I'm, not that I'm a, a, a bitch and I'm, I don't want to holler, but I don't, I don't need that. I, I, I'm, dra- I want to be as drama-free as possible. Number one, even if she was the baddest thing in the earth, and you're asking me that question, even if I did like her and I knew the situation, nah, I'm not messing with it. Why? Why? Why do you need that smoke? Now, listen, pussy's undefeated. There's only two things undefeated in the world: pussy and new pussy. Let's be clear. And having said that, I'm not. I I don't need this drama. Like I, let me ask you this: Do you want to sleep at night with with your head on a swivel and 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 fucking? Always looking around. Like, I'm not, I don't need to deal with that shit. So, nah. Right. Because at some point, if you make her happy, I mean, he's never coming home, but at some point, she may communicate to him, hey, look, I found somebody. I want you to talk with him just so he, you know, and then it becomes like a whole big thing. He's like, he's got connections on the outside, though, Garen fucking to you. Oh, of course he does. Absolutely. So, so it's, it's like, have you seen the Ozarks? Of course. So, the Ozarks is kind of like how, remember, he was in jail and he was a, the, the main guy, and he was controlling that thing. I, it, it, it's similar to that situation is how oh, this look, If they want you, they'll get you. No, yeah, no they're going to get you out. Now, gonna... now, what I took out of this conversation is your me, your maid has a BBL? Is that what you said? Yeah. Wait, what? It's the best, it's the best look I've ever seen. I thought it was real. Wow. And I was like, first time I've ever been faked out. But she is from Sinaloa, and she's from the cartel. Her family's carteled up. Wow. Man, look at my boy in the chat. I appreciate you, oh, Ash. man, Ash. Let's dropping, go. Dropping knowledge, man. Uh, Coach JB probably wants to hear this from Black Sports Media, except Jason Whitlock, but what we are witnessing with the behavior from Zion and Morant is a representation of hood culture. These young athletes do not have good mentors. I I fully agree. But see, the I, diff- but see, let me just say one thing, Ash. I love that comment, and shout out to you for that. But these individuals are not rags to riches. They have they, John Moran is not. He don't live in the projects. He didn't grow up in the project. He's a kid from a decent household that wants to do that. He is enthralled by that culture. I, I think Ash knows that. I think he's saying that when they get out, they're 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 being swallowed by hood culture because okay. they're yeah. black. They're hip hop. Well, that's something I'm curious about. I don't understand that. And that that's if, if that's what he's saying. I I that's what I've. Tried to understand for that's a long what time. I think Ash is saying here. I think he's saying that they get swallowed up regardless of they get in, they're in the culture regardless because of a stereotype which is skin skin color right skin tone which is kind of a is a fucked up fallacy in my opinion because 
it's it's kind of screwed up. I know a lot of hood ca- daddies that raise their kid the right way. The issue is you have is these cats nowadays with these cell phones and the social media availability, which they, even guys that make two hundred million, Jeff, think they need likes and retweets. Like that is what blows my mind. Yeah, I would just oh, man. If I, you you signed me a two hundred million two hundred million dollar contract, I wouldn't even have a computer. I would I would give a phone to somebody and say, "Yo, if this phone rings, answer it." But other than that, I don't want to deal with it. That I'd pay somebody to handle that. But let me ask you, Coach, about this this Zion. What I'm sick and what I feel so sad about is reading the things that he says to these girls, like how willing he is to just give them money for what he wants. If you know from the beginning all she wants is money, and that's all how it starts. How do you ever affect, how do you want to have a child with this type of person? Haven't you watched people like PJ Washington who literally, what does she get? What's he give that Brittany Renner slob? 80,000, 100,000 a month. He's going to do that for 18 years. He And he ain't Zion Williamson, but still, that's sad, man. These girls are just plotting on these kids. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. It's. It's a, uh, it's ignorance is life threatening, Jeff. I don't care what anybody says. L- ignorance is life threatening, and that's that's kind of what it is. Uh, I'll get to some sports real quick. The Las Vegas uh, team beat or lost last night. They're now up two one on Florida. The Florida Panthers got a big win in overtime, an overtime thriller. I was about to drop a hundred bucks and pick the overtime winner. I think Vegas was plus. 165 and Florida was plus 265. I was about to drop a hundred bucks on the fucking Panthers too. And I couldn't get the bet in on time. And I'm glad, and I wish I would have, but the Florida got it done. They're down two one. I'm not a big hockey guy, Jeff. I know. I don't think you are either. Um, but it looks like Vegas is the better team in this series. They've dominated two at home. They lose to an overtime game on the road. And I think they'll probably go up three, one going back to Vegas. And, uh, well, and I then think, probably win it. I think the thing about this is Florida just you look at all they had to do to get to this point. They had to beat the Bruins, who were incredible all season. They just they kind of feel like one of those teams that just gets it like the Eagles almost last year. The Eagles had a great season. They did so many great things, but then they ultimately just came up against a team who was just a little bit better and they had put it all out there and they ended up losing. So yeah, yeah, look, I'm not a big hockey guy, but people love hockey playoffs, man. You know, they really rumble. Nah, they do. Um, Oklahoma, I want to give a shout-out to the women in the house. Oklahoma women won their third straight NCAA softball national championship. Uh, I don't care what gender you are, what sports you're in, three straight. And I don't think they've lost a game, um, Jeff. I don't think they've lost a game, and I don't know how many. I, I don't even know how many straight games they've won, but they've won three straight national titles. I think they're on a huge winning streak, and uh, they have they have cemented their name in history uh, at NCAA softball dominance. Um, Oklahoma Sooner women, uh, shout out to you guys. Um, and Boomer uh, Sooner. Yeah, it's interesting. I want to get into some shit with you though. College football. Um, yeah. The NIL is now recircling back, and it's resurfacing again. And I'm a good friend with the guy that started this whole thing, Ed O'Bannon, a high school teammate, grew up together, Ed and Charles O'Bannon. Here's my here's the issue I have. He started this NIL process. He, he was mad that they didn't get the likeness that they got on video games for years. They go to court, and 
basically, if you look at the history, if you really go dig up the facts, these players that were back in the day, Ed O'Bannon, the main one that sued, really didn't get any money. They really didn't get shit. All they got was this NIL issue that's come about, which has helped kids, right? Here's the thing I got. I don't know if you've seen this latest thing, but this has now hit the news. The College Football Players Association is planning to boycott the upcoming EA Sports College Football video game after only offering $500 to each player. Players will also not be paid royalties on the game sales. Um, I don't know, man. What up, what up, what up? It's Real Coach JB from the Coach JB Show with Big Smitty. Prize picks is here to announce football season may be over but the action on the floor is heating up whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court there's no shortage of high stakes basketball moments this time of year get in on the excitement with prize picks america's number one fantasy sports app where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks you can turn $10 into 1000 with pro basketball, pro hockey, and college basketball entries today on Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. Please make sure you follow along on the Coach JB Show with Big Smitty and download the app today and use code COACHJB for a first deposit match up to $100. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for restrictions and details. Peace. I don't even know. Where do you stand with this? Because this they've opened Pandora's box up, and I'm just telling you, I've been telling people this for a while, and now you're going to have to kind of sleep in the bed you made. Uh, I don't know. That's that's. I think you just described it how I would describe it perfectly. You Now you're going to have to pay premiums for this stuff now. It's almost like in, in, in sports betting. When I find a team that's successful, then eventually they get too successful. I have to realize I'm going to have to pay a premium to, to bet on them. It's going to be a way bigger number or, or whatever. And, and again, you set the precedent. Now, I'm sure there's a lot of kids that don't make a fucking dime from the NIL that say, hey, I'll take 500 bucks or, or whatever, or, or whatever they grow it up to. But you have some of these kids that are making hundreds of thousands of dollars. They don't give a shit about $500. But you're right. You made in the bed. Now you got to sleep in it. And, and some of the things are going to be affected, like, like, like video games, because we know they're not going to come off anything. Nah, and the general public, little kids that are going to buy these games, it's not going to affect them at all. The players can ban it all they want. They can try to boycott it all they want, but uh, I don't think they're getting it done. I don't think this is going to – I don't think it's going anywhere, to be honest. I don't think it's going anywhere. Um, I don't know where you are with this, but the I am so happy to see this, even though I don't promote violence and I don't like to see it. Um, I love this. This is great. Yeah, I love it too. I so this is in California, Glendale, California. Um, this was the other day here. Uh, these are basically some uh, LGBTQ uh, groomers that are trying to groom the children in the schools. These are the parents at a board meeting. Um, the parents finally go after it. Here's my question to you, though: Why are we continuing to see the police defend the protesters uh, and not the people that are trying to stop? these fucking weirdos from grooming our kids so i used to ask my father this exact question because when i was a kid this is a true story in the county i live in currently in the southern part of this county um up until five years ago 
Ku Klux Klan was active in this area. They just were. They would hold rallies. And I would say to my father, why did, the, why did they allow them to do this? And my dad said, because they go to the county office and they get a, a, a protest uh, compliance. Well, you got to like get up, you know, those things you got to get. And he said they went through the right channels. And even though the police may not agree with it, they still have to protect the fact that they went through the proper channels. And that's what these individuals do as well. These uh, these crazy people. I, I guess it, it, it's hands off and, and they have right to protest in this country. And that's why they do it. Now, you have Armenians here, which are very similar to my people, the Albanians. We don't we don't give a shit about that. We'll just go and fucking knock your fucking head off. You know, a lot of these old heads and stuff. I mean, There's you realize Armenians in Glendale, Glendale, Pasadena. That's all it is. And, and realize that in a lot of the countries that these people are probably just coming from, like these Armenians, I mean, I know in Albania how they treat certain types of people. I mean, and it's I'm not saying it's right, but these old school countries, my country still has blood feuds where, you know, it's old order stuff, man. And these types of countries, they have a whole lot different feeling. When you start messing with people's kids, you know, and that's what these cats are doing. And they think that, you know, they're going to take care of it. They lucky the police were there because them, them Armenians would have bashed their fucking skulls in, man. Yeah. Uh, Jeff said, Joe, Joey, Jeff said earlier that the smoke is cleared for the most part in his area. Yesterday it was horrible uh, in Philly or in uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, they don't even have the AQI thing on the weather thing anymore. Oh, okay. So it's done. Um, I want to get into some, uh, we got some, I don't know if Matt's going to join us here in a few minutes. Matt McChesney may join us to talk some uh, Big Ten football because the Pac-12 teams are leaving. Uh, now it's reported Colorado and Arizona are likely to be the next two Pac-12 teams entering the Big Ten. Um, I want to bring up this little graphic real quick. These are rivals to be that they want to keep intact. So they want to obviously keep the Michigan-Ohio State. Those two will stay. All these games will basically continue to stay normal. And um, there's, not a lot of, there's not a lot of issues here, in my opinion. I don't see a lot of things here. Penn State, um, which the, is the one I was, I would wonder, I was wondering about. Why yeah, would I, all, like, no offense to these, this little group here, but I, I couldn't give one fuck all about Maryland Rutgers. What me either or minnesota wisconsin from for me for a west coaster i wouldn't yeah, I care about wisconsin iowa i'm not gonna give a fuck about see nebraska iowa is much bigger in their little vicinity but it ain't mm -hmm. a national story no. and my surprise indiana produced huge in that area it ain't shit out here in the in the rest of the country right so i would have thought penn state would be on here at least in some game you know penn state and uh you know, Ohio State or something. I mean, to, to put Purdue on here and Indiana, I don't, I don't see that. Maybe in basketball, not in football. Uh, see, uh, everyone said that the uh, I said Big Ten. I meant Big Twelve because I was going to talk about Big Ten. Colorado and Arizona are talking about going to the Big Twelve, uh, yep. not the Big Ten. But uh, it, it's to me, it, it, like it doesn't make any sense to me for them to go to the Big Twelve. Uh, in my opinion, I just don't. I don't see these moves. I know it's all money, but like Jeff, I got to be honest. Are you going to go to the UCLA Rutgers game in fucking Piscataway, New Jersey, um, for a Big Ten showdown in December? Like I I'm just saying, like this is becoming a mockery. I mean, yeah, I and, and 
this is the thing with the whole realignment thing. It's putting up this ridiculous stuff. You, I didn't understand this from the beginning, but look, it's all about money as usual. You know, it's all about money. But no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, no one does that. No one goes to Rutgers games. Nobody cares. You know, it's and and to be fair, you look at a lot of California schools. No one goes to those games either. You see Stanford last year? Nobody goes to those games. Nobody oh, they're dead. They're dead in the water. Nobody's even going to SCU-CLA games. It's comparable to their size of the stadium. Nobody's going to these games. It's, 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 it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. California's buy-in, man. It's just it's just, it's not the same as it is in the other parts of the country. Yep. Like the, 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 the uh, Midwest is obviously football haven down south. I mean, East Coast. Everybody likes football more. Not likes. It's just the availability. Like think about the towns that host these games. So Okay. So Columbus, Ohio, you got Ohio State. Obviously, the town is not a fucking metropolis. So you get everybody and their mama to go out to that game. Uh, Indiana. I mean, for instance, a hell of a college town. Wisconsin, Madison, one of the greatest college towns in the country. Nebraska. I mean, like, these are – but in L.A., California, dog, there's, 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 there's snow, there's beaches, there's bitches, there's food, there's Lakers, there's Dodgers, there's Rams. Nobody wants to – nobody cares about high school or college football in these big metropolises. It just doesn't happen. You have parts of that in the East Coast as well. I mean, New York City, places like that, they don't care about it football college football i mean that that's a you know it might be a penn state thing but penn state's in the middle of fucking nowhere in the middle of pennsylvania i will say though you've been very vocal on colorado i will just say for anyone out there that's a gambler colorado is a major bet against as we start the season major bet against they did not help themselves with this schedule they have no easy wins here that is a team that i will be betting against colorado 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 Shout out to Ash for becoming a member, uh, and he dropped a C note on us. I appreciate you. Uh, much I love. I get fifty dollars, don't I? I get half, don't I? Yeah, you do. Um, just just I'm gonna split it between me, you, and Smitty. Uh, no, just made clap it up. He's uh, filling in for Big Smitty today, and maybe Monday as well. We have uh, Baby Gronk on with Baby Gronk and his kid, uh, Mr. Madden himself. Um, <laughs> Why are they saying you look like Baby Gronk's daddy, though? I'm confused on that shit. I want to know why. I guess I, they say because I got the same haircut as him, probably. Uh, I don't know. I like the kid, though. Shout out to him. Hey, I got to do a little segment. I want to do a little. Uh, I want to do a little hell yeah, hell no segment with you. Let's uh, do it. Hell yeah or hell no? Are the Denver Nuggets in a different league than the Miami Heat? Hmm. Hell, hell yeah! No, I don't. I don't know. I would say hell yeah. Just leaning to that, I think they're definitely significantly better than them. Um, I don't think it's it's a huge just just you know, but yeah, I would say. I mean, I love out of bio in this series. I've made some money with him, but outside of that, I, I just really haven't been too impressed. Jokic is unbelievable. We know that, but I'll tell you what: this little burn on Murray's hand—that's interesting. You know. How does he catch the basketball the same way? You know, is that gonna affect him at all? There's a he has a burn on his hand, some sort of a burn. Did you see you didn't see that? No. Yeah, it's like right here on his hand. Really? Yeah, yeah. Now I'm sure it'll be fine by by it's tonight, right? Game time. 
Yeah, game night. It's game four tonight. Game but four it's an tonight. Interesting, it's an interesting timing thing. I mean, it's a huge game for Miami. Obviously, it's a must win. You can't go down 3-1. Um, check out the burn. It, it's pretty interesting. I I would bet, if you had to bet, Jeff, uh, what, who are you betting on tonight? Um. By the way, it's a, uh, some sort of floor burn. I guess it looked a lot worse than it was. I guess he's fine. Um, floor burn from like fucking or? I don't know, man. I didn't Isn't he the guy that's on uh, IG Live or something getting his dick sucked last year? Or in a bubble? Uh, I don't remember. I feel like there was someone that had that happen. Yeah. Yeah. He, tonight, I would, tonight I would probably lean towards Miami just in kind of a must win at, you know, you got to get it. I've been making money on props, though. I've just been betting Bam out of bio points, rebounds over. He is a really good matchup in this series. Denver just isn't good defensively against good bigs. Um, he's been able to kind of do what he wants. So I, I love out of bio. I'll go back to the well with him. Must win. Got to have it at home. I, I take Miami. Yeah, I'm taking Miami as well. Uh, Hector, my boy Capo, who's going to – we're going to start doing a show. I want to talk to you about – we're going to start doing our Patreon betting segment of this show Uh Capo's going to do it himself. He's actually out there on the East Coast as well in New York. Um, he works for Caesars um, now. He was at MGM. Uh, he's won a lot of money betting, and uh, he's going to do a betting segment on my Patreon. But he's going to do a morning show on YouTube prior to my show uh, of our show. He's going to do a show on his YouTube, and then he'll do all the big-time betting on my Patreon. So we're going to try to get that channel linked together and, ha and have some betting content, especially as we roll into football. So we're going to make that announcement today. Hector's going to jump on with us uh, in about 30 minutes. Um, Maybe a Raider says any betting sites using California. Bet online, my friend. Bet online. Yeah, bet online. Overseas, man. California's tough. You got to use the overseas side. That's why I use bet online, and that's why they're a sponsor. I can't get DraftKings or FanDuel. We can't use them anyway. So it'd be a moot point. I got to get, you know, I got to go to Arizona. Jeff, I got buddies that drive an hour and 20 minutes to the Arizona border, bet, make their bets on the on the sports books, and then they'll come back and they'll come right back over. So cool. their phone registers right when they hit that state line, and it's crazy. I got buddies that do it all the time, and I'm like, God damn. You know what I used to do when I was younger? I'll tell you a wild story. I used to get fat, like people that I knew in Europe. I would have them create me an account on Bet365. I would create a VPN. I'd VPN myself in, and if I'd ever cash out, I would just contact them. They send me the money. I went through some crazy resources, but what I did use Bet Online for, Bet Online is integral to myself because on Sunday night they're the first book that I know of that put out college football lines, and I try to hit some lines right away because they move right. So that's big for me. They're the a good origination point for me. But yes, I love I love uh, those kind of sites. Um, but yeah, I've I've done some crazy shit to get bets in, just like them driving, whatever you got to do. Hell yeah! See, people say they go from Oklahoma to Kansas too. It's crazy how that shit works. I don't understand why California they shot it down when they had the opportunity to. They so shot it true. down. Fucking unbelievable! It makes no sense to me. It's I don't. For, it's tons of money. It's untaxed cash that you're just saying no to. Yeah, I don't get it. Um, the live isn't working. What are you talking about, Minnick? Um, I don't think your life's working. Fucking flapdick. 
Um, all right, hell yeah, hell no. I'm gonna I'm gonna say hell no. Nah. I don't think they're that light years apart. I don't think that Denver is in a different league. I think Denver is a great team for this particular NBA uh, culture and generation. I don't think they're that fucking legit. I think that you cut off the head of the snake. To me, is Jamal Murray not Joker? I think Joker can score as many as he wants, and you can beat him. Like they proved in game two. He had 40 plus and they beat him. I mean, every time he scores 40, they lose in the playoffs. Like, I think you cut the head of the snake off, and that's Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray got, what do you have, 10 points in two minutes the other night? I knew it was over. Like, he cannot let him control the and get into the paint, get that deep into the paint and control the narrative. Jamal Murray is the head of the snake. I agree with Steve Kerr. I agree with Popovich. It's Jamal Murray. Um, I don't I believe the point with that because no, even though we do know Joker is the most dominant force out there, yeah. it's he doesn't control the, the narrative of the game, in my opinion. And we've seen Joker have great seasons before, and he and Murray wasn't involved, and they didn't go nearly as far. The fact that he's healthy is a totally they're a totally different team. I mean, both of them, they're the reasons they're there. Michael Porter, you know, all these different cats they have, Aaron Gordon. I think they're the best team. I think they've, I had them 20 to one to start the season. I think they're the best team. Are they significantly better than Miami? No, but I think again, Miami is like the, the Eagles or, you know, any team they, they put in so much to get there and then they ultimately get there and there's just too much. Yeah. Uh, all right. Hell yeah. Hell no. Nah. It's time for Chris Paul. JB calls him CP two to retire. Hell yeah. Yeah. Let's get rid of this fucking hurt, overrated bust. Yep. Yeah. Is he a top 10 point guard of all time to you? Mm, no. Good. Not for me. I think he's a bust. He's a big old soft pussy. Like, he walks around dripping pussy juice all down his thighs. <laughs> he's an absolute pussy when it comes to big-time games, playoffs, big, meaningful games. He's never available. He's done absolutely nothing in his career as far as winning games. And he's played with some of the greatest Hall of Famers that are going to be. Like, how many times can you get a super team and lose? Like, I, doesn't it seem like he's the common denominator as to why the fuck they lose? Because if he was part of a big three or a big four or whatever, don't you think they'd have won a few titles? But yet what? He's not available. So let me, let me ask you something. He's now a big two, and you're getting your ass beat by big threes. So – that is what people don't understand. Is it crazy for me to say, like, who's who's a better overall career? Like, I, look, Chris Paul's a solid player. But look at, like, Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry's won a title. I mean, he's as solid as it gets. He always is on good teams, and they always have success. Everywhere he goes, they win. That's a debatable topic. I mean, I mean he's not going to have the flash. You know why? Like, Matt, Matt no. brought up yesterday. I don't give a shit about not that. Not all state one. commercials. So, so, so I know. So, but, but that's what everyone does care about. Like he's always on TV. So th people think he's projected as a higher uh, hierarchy. He's really not the, the fucking guy, but he's on so many commercials. People are going to naturally put him above Kyle Lowry. Right. Yeah. He's definitely, you know, just more flashy and, and yeah, absolutely. And, and Lowry's just a, a, a bring your lunch pedal work kind of guy and gets after it. And he doesn't, you know, he talks occasionally, but he backs it up. Good defender, does everything he needs to do at the guard position. I mean, he that's the kind of guy I want. 
I don't I couldn't give a shit about that. Look at look at what that shit gets you. That being in the public eye bullshit. I mean, there was a rumor he was messing with Kim K, right? Chris Paul at one point. Yeah. Like a year yeah. Ago. yeah. I mean, he moves around. G- give me the Kawhi Leonard's, the Kyle Lowry's, the you know, the the the, 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 the even Giannis. He's very private. Like, give me those cats. I don't want them other them other no doubt. Um yeah, I agree. I, That's a great I, point, Don Bomb. Chauncey Billups. Give me Chauncey. Chauncey Billups is a great player. Hell yeah. 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 Smart um, people here. I've seen your your former um, affiliation going crazy on this live PGA thing. Um, so I'm very tight, obviously. I'm going this weekend with the live golfer, of course, uh, my good friend. I, let me ask you. This It's not a collaboration. I want us to clarify what it is. So basically this... Uh, the live, you know, the, the 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 people that own the live, basically Saudi-based te- uh, organization bought the PGA basically, and uh, it's uh it's going to be interesting how this thing unfolds in the next few weeks, months, and year. Um, but Lionel Messi signed um, with the Inter Miami Soccer Club and reportedly turned down three years, one point six billion dollars from the saudi group um what does that tell you well i think the question i have on all this stuff is and and it's actually a very interesting question to ask you and ask the chat is at what point do you throw away your ethics and what you believe in and what is right for money because i don't know if there's really anyone on the planet if i told you hey let, let me ask you this let's say isis calls you and says, hey, coach, we started a football team and we want you to be the coach. We're going to give you $800 million over three years. Hi, I'm there. Hey, ISIS, I appreciate you. I'm but there. You see, that's, that's the question. Like, do you throw – like, Saudi Arabia are, are – are, uh, the government are they, – they, 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 they might be one of the more vile governments on the planet. They've allowed human rights abuses. People have been killed. They throw people off roofs. I mean, they're bad – a bad government. They've done a lot of awful things. Are you willing to forgive that for money? That's the question. And that's what is, you know, can you throw away that for, for, for your ethics for that? You know, let me ask you this. Um, because remember when it's right, a lot of people will use the whole China thing. Oh, you support China, you know, yet, but they'll take this money from Saudi Arabia. It's, it's, it's saying something's wrong, but then doing it hypocritically. So I think that's the question. Are you willing to take money from these tyrannical governments or, or groups? Because it's a lot. Because they have more money than everybody else. Let me let me ask you. This. I'm going to show this video here in a second of uh, Mad Dog Chris Russo, a good friend of mine who's on, you know, first take with Stephen A. and shit like that. Um, he basically came out, and, and my boy Pat Perez loved every bit of it. Um, he basically came out because Rory McIlroy is the figurehead of this thing. He's trying to just absolutely kill, um, kill the the live golfers. And uh, take a listen to to Mad Dog Chris Russo, and he kind of answers your question uh, in a roundabout. Uh, Dustin Johnson, do cut a check to the PJ Tour. Uh, you know, and I'm sure he got the money in installments anyway. He didn't get the whole $100 million or Mickelson, the whole $200 million or Cameron Smith. 
that, that's the way it goes. I'm sorry. I mean, you know, they took a chance. They left the tour, and then your tour made a deal with the group that they left for. So I don't know how in the world you expect anybody on the PJ Tour expect the hallowed honors of the world. You know what? I'm glad to be back. And just to show you how happy I am, here's $40 million. I'm going to write you a check. I, I'd be shocked if that happens. Now, you want to sit there and you want to give some money or retribution to the folks who didn't go, who were offered a fortune, like as Freddie Couples told us yesterday's out of tours? That's a different story. But I don't know how in the world you can sit there and ask Dustin Johnson to cut a check to the PJ Tour so he can go play on the PJ Tour again. I mean, I, I, I don't know. It's, he didn't tell the PJ Tour and Jay Monahan to make a deal with the Saudis. Monahan did, and his board did. Johnson didn't tell him that. And the idea that they did irreparable harm, well, how did they do irreparable harm? Uh, McElroy, in the same comment in his, t in his press conference today, said, I think at the end of the day, this is going to be good for golf. Well, then how they, how they do irreparable harm if at the end of the day he thinks it's good for golf? I don't understand. You can't tell me this merger is good for golf at the end of the day, but the players who left did irreparable harm. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. How do you do irreparable means long term, forever? Doesn't mean, it doesn't mean a month. It means forever. And if, in fact, this deal is good for golf, which... McElroy seemed to indicate that he hopes it might be. Well, then how is it irreparable harm? I don't understand. Uh, can, I I agree. Say, can, can I say two things on this? One, I'm a big cross my legs guy when I sit. So I, I don't know about all the hate for Chris on this. I hey, my balls are too big, Jeff. Sorry, I can't do it. I'm a big cross. The, I like doing it. I'm doing it right now. It's funny. Um, as far as, though, what I said earlier, I, I agree with you on the whole take him. I'll take money from anybody. I don't care. You know, our government does a lot of awful shit as well. And nobody has any problem taking $1,200 stimulus payments from them. So get the fuck out of here with that shit. Um, I would take money. I agree. I'm just saying that's what these fucking news sites are going to say. I heard CNN talking about the, the other night. How can they, uh, you know, uh, do these deals with, with a government that allowed this to go on and this to go on, you know, I'll find Google with that. I don't care. Mad, Mad Dog has been around ESPN lately, being on Stephen A's show, and about around these what they call the woke Disney people. But Mad Dog stands his ground every time. I can't do anything but respect Mad Dog Chris. I Luke. love him. Yeah. Uh, and I, I love when he goes back and forth with J.J. Reddick's fucking – I've lost all respect for J.J. Reddick. I, I, I can't even listen to J.J. Reddick. He's like Kendrick Perkins to me right now. They're both fucking absolute idiots. But outside of, like, one or two people, is there anybody on ESPN that you say, wow, they're muscle? Like, I love Mad Dog, but he's not really an ESPN guy. Here's the people I have. Good friends there. Uh, I got Nari there. I got Matt Matt Barry, who's an anchor, good friend. Um, my main man, Michael Collins, who's the golf. He used to have I'm talking about, like, the, the, the big person. Like, the, the, like the, 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 the first take type of people. Yeah, nah, I don't like them. None of them. Sage no. still, I like Sage a lot. Sage, actually, we follow each other on Twitter. We actually talk. Sage and I, I'm trying to get her on the show. Um, Sage actually drops her nuts and, and lets people know how she feels, especially when it comes to these made-up humans playing against women in sports. Um, I think she drops her nuts, the only ESPN person doing it. So, um, And I know other people at ESPN that do, but they just can't come out and do it or they'll be fired, like my friend Steve Kim. Friend of the show, obviously, Steve Kim was at ESPN and got fired basically for making a tweet. Um, and it was like, 
It's, it's, it's unbelievable. You can't, they want to control the narrative and it is what it is. And now you have them on ESPN spewing actual bullshit out there. That's not even close to being remotely true. Well, I know, so um, I, I know our friend Kelly in Vegas, she got fired for tweets as well. She was at ESPN. They yes, were gonna... I, I talked to Kelly about that shit. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, uh, I've heard that though, even myself, like five, three, four, five years ago, I heard, we can't hire you because of tweets from three, four years ago. This is like hey, there's a girl I follow on uh, Twitter yeah. and Instagram. She left ESPN because of this whole woke, uh, the LGBTQ. She's now working at Outkick uh, under a Fox affiliate. Um, mm -hmm. God damn it. I, her name's running a blank to me. But cool, cute little brunette. Um, she left ESPN and now she's on Outkick and she's just booing it out there, like talking about what ESPN did, et cetera, et cetera. I find it like refreshing as shit. Um, I think Outkick is a, is a is a place for a lot of the because look, Outkick lets you say what you want to say, and and listen, I don't think it's a you know they're obviously lean you know le, uh, right, but I don't think you have to be that way. You know, you they just nah, want you to be able to speak the way. Down the middle, you want. in my opinion, I think you'd be down the middle and and do it. Um, but all right, hell yeah, hell no. Nah. Um, it's actually better for a kid to grow up in the hood than to grow up spoiled. Hell yeah or hell no? Nah. Uh, I say hell no. What up, what up, what up? It's Real Coach AB for the Coach AB Show with Big Smitty. Prize Picks is here to announce. Football season may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight, for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. You can now win up to 100 times your money on Prize Picks with as little as four correct picks. You can turn $10 into 1000 with pro basketball, pro hockey, and college basketball entries today. On Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. Please make sure you follow along on the Coach JB Show with Big Smitty and download the app today and use code Coach JB for a first deposit match up to one hundred dollars. Must be present in certain states. Visit PrizePicks.com for restrictions and details. Peace. Hell no, because look, huh? look if you. If I mean, that maybe, is a tough, controversial question right there. Maybe you can believe it. Maybe you can't. I, I've never wavered from this. I grew up well. My mother and father were great parents. They gave me a lot. They wanted to make sure I didn't struggle like they did. My father comes from nothing. So I grew up very well, and I I found it and made it a point to go out and have some struggle of my own so I could be prepared for it. Um, so I think if you have the right parents, it, it, it that's all it comes down to. Uh, even if you live in the hood, if you have good parents – you know, they'll try to do what they can for you to make you have a better life. Do I think you learn more? Maybe I think it really comes down to schools and stuff, though. Like I went to public school. I think that was beneficial for me. A lot of that type of thing. So, yeah, I, uh, I'm going to say hell no, nah, because this is the reason why. Um, I don't believe it's where you grow up. No. I, I believe it's the individual that drops their nuts. And I tell kids all the time, once you grow hair on your nuts, you know the difference between right and wrong. I'm a cat from Compton who grew up with people getting smoked on my front lawn as a kid, the only white dude in the whole city. And I am I pretty much know the difference between right and wrong at a young age. 
I knew that I shouldn't have went out and shot somebody like I just witnessed. But but that's extremely that's also extremely damaging to a young person to see. I, a, a kid should not see that type of thing. See, I don't know if that's true though. I, I mean, like, I agree, but I don't know if seeing that is the uh, end of your life. No, like that's it's, you think it's not. But a lot of young people, it's very destructive to them. Like you know. It is. It is because it's allowed, though, Jeff. In my opinion, I think we allow it as a as a parent, as a community, as a mentor, as a coach, as a teacher. We have allowed the kid to succumb to witnessing something bad, dramatic. Let me ask you with with that whole thing. I mean, obviously, seeing this happen in real life is is way worse. I'm not comparing it, but like these kids that live in some well-to-do suburb. And they sit in their room all fucking night, all fucking day, and play these video games and shit like that, where all their mind is is shooting. And, and I mean, because those are the kids that always, it's always the kids in the suburbs. You don't ever see a, a hood kid go into a, shoot, a school and shoot it up. I mean, so it's both bad, to be fair. You see the hood kids shooting up in Philly and L.A. in the hood. Yeah, on the corner, right. You don't see them in a school. It's a, it's a different mindset. See, I, my thing is, like, you allow it or you coach it. I always say it. So if I witnessed a lot of bad shit, it never affected me to where I wanted to go do it or I was just so catastrophically disconnected from myself that I had to go out and kill myself. Like, the excuses people make nowadays, I think they have allowed mental health, this whole new push for mental health in the last 20 years right. has become a crutch of enabled uh, people to use it instead of they've replaced mental weakness where we used to call kids soft and you fucking man up. All that's been replaced with mental health. Now you have mental health. So mental health allows people to cancel certain people who say you're soft, like me. It allows certain people to be quieted, silenced, because the silence the silence uh, has become the majority and the loud have become the minority, which is unfortunate. And that is why I can't stand this whole mental health push because I know people that claim it and I know they're not mentally ill. Yeah, it's, it's a That's crush. why I hate the shit. Right. It's always an excuse. It's always a crutch. Yeah. I, we've had this conversation, you know, and, and someone's mentioned the Ben Simmons movement. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of generation to make excuses as to why they can't do anything. It's turned people into excuse makers. I agree 100%. By the way, I'm interesting. This is an interesting um, take here. Slick Nick said need to bring bullying back. No, like no, no. we don't like bullying. Nobody liked bullying. But here's the thing: an interesting take, and I want to just dissect this whole comment he it's made. Should man up a little. That's all. Yeah, that's kind of. So I want to dissect this piece. Now, so just so you're clear, we used to go after the bully. So mm-hmm. that's what you don't understand. If you really grew up in the hood, motherfucker, we used to go bully the bully because we wanted to be named and known as the big dick on the block. So we were bullying bullies. That is what we wanted to do back in the day. And the bullies were always bitch-made cats, if you didn't notice. The bullies were always bitch-made. Which is like these Twitter trolls. It's the same way. the same people. Exactly. 1,000%. The bullies are the Twitter trolls and the TikTok trolls and the IG trolls that could never do what you did. So they are going to bully who did they bully, Jeff, by the way? I, it always blows my mind where we're sitting here talking and no one ever brings it up. 
I never seen a bully come out and bully the fucking starting quarterback or the left tackle of the football team. I saw you go out and bully the fucking bookworm nerd who walks around with a pacifier and, and glasses and you you hit his books up and shit. Like, mm-hmm. motherfucker, so we used to be like, we'd go over there and clothesline a motherfucker as soon as we saw the little nerd get beat up. And it would set the tone for the school. But what has happened is we have taken complete, we've taken the bullying completely away, right? With the commercials and the stop the bullying. And you have all these actors and activists coming out about bullying. But you have taken away the real men, too, that would actually beat the shit out of the bully. Yeah, and you created this complete, you've kind of fucked up our whole ecosystem. No, but but this is what we but this is what we do as a country. It's always the extreme, right? We have one extreme, and then we say we can't just have a happy medium. It's always gonna be the always other extreme. We gotta hit the bullies too, we gotta hit the real men too. It's attacking this whole thing, it's never a happy medium. Let's and just say like the TikToker just said, I noticed the TikToker in here said something. This is actually one thousand percent true. We had invested in these nerds in school. Yeah. Athletes, we had nerds on our side. They were at our house. We were making them peanut butter jellies so they could fucking do our homework. So we were eligible to play football. So we were not letting the nerd get beat up at school. So that is another aspect that people do not realize that used to go down. We used to protect all the smart cats because they were doing our shit. Let me ask you, uh, I don't know if you saw this video. I think it's older, but it's resurfaced recently. Do you see that video? I think it's out of Philly because I could tell the accent of the kid. He, It's this probably 25-year-old kid. He finds a bully of his from high school. Oh, I saw this shit. And the guy's like homeless, and the guy's like trashing him. He's like, look at you, bro. See what you turned out. And I, I thought that was corny as fuck. I was like, bro. It's got to be skip scripted, right? No, I thought it was probably legit, and the kid was just like, Trying to, then he's like, yo, look at my car and you have none. He's driving like a fucking Chevy Lumina or some shit. I mean, it or whatever the car was. Dog. I think that was corny too. Jeff, I'm telling you. So this, this cell phone era has created cowards. I'm just yeah. telling you, we are the most cowardly uh, fucking country that I've ever seen. Like, I'm just telling you, like, everybody is cowardly. And now we're seeing it trickle upwards for the first time, similar to how football and the transfer portal has trickled into uh, guaranteed contract people demanding trades. I, I, I attribute the same way as this. These kids that have huge influences on social media, 17-year-olds, 15, 19, 25, they're, they're getting through to the 45-year-olds now. And the 45-year-olds now are scared to say, shut the fuck up. They're scared to... Say this or say that. It's fucking crazy, dog. It is really crazy. Let me ask you. So, so one of your chat members mentioned it. This actually is happening in the area that I live in. The high school I went to has a litter box, truly, in the school for an individual that identifies as a cat. Wait, 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 wait. Rewind. Go back. Say what now? Okay. So in my high school that I went to, present day, now, they have a litter box in the bathroom for a, an individual that addresses themselves as a, as a cat. And they have to comply because the kid will sue. Like his parents will sue the or her, whatever they are. I, I don't what know. Would, 
I mean, I have no words for that. Like, I, 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 I wouldn't lie to you. This, I've heard this from multiple people around here, uh, older people, friends you know, that I know. Like, it's, it's the high school I went to. I mean, and they have to comply because it's, you know, it's, it's against the wokeness if you don't, you know, you have to comply with every student. That's unbelievable to me. I could never even imagine that. If I, but if, when you were in high school, what would kids have done to that litter box, right? I mean, we would have fucking grabbed the litter box. We would have threw it. We would have threw it through the window of some fucking room. Like, are you kidding me? But see, so like, I remember when I was a kid, and I wasn't a kid that long ago. It was like mid two thousands. When there was a kid that was different, we didn't treat them different. They just behaved a certain. Like it wasn't. They weren't asking like. I remember specifically, there was a kid from when we were in elementary school. Everybody knew he was gay. Everybody did. We all knew it. But everybody treated him. He acted no. He didn't act. I'm the victim all the time. It was just, it was a normal thing. Nobody made it weird. Like, I don't get it. Why now all of a sudden? York, York Prep High School? Is that the school? No, no. York's near me, but that's not. No, no. It's not that. Uh, yeah, I. That's interesting, man. I don't know. It's it's uh, I don't know. I would have threw. I would have pissed in the kitty litter. I would have pissed it right in it. Just stood up right there at lunch. Just fucking pissed right in it. And I would have shit it in it too. Probably fuck it. Shit in it. Like tell everybody to shit in it. You know how? You know damn well the football team or somebody would have shit in it. They would have made a bunch of mockery. We would have got a bunch of shit and put it in there. Um. It's crazy, man. The shit that we cater to is what blows my mind. We give them an inch, they take a foot. That's the problem we have. So, like, if you're going to cater to it, don't you think they're going to want more? If you get one thing, what's going to be next? What do you think is going to be next? They want a fucking, uh, they want a goddamn, uh, uh, what do you call it, a dog kennel? Do you want to put a fucking kennel in the classroom? So we're going to be the kennel, like, fucking... (laughs) but at what point did this start i don't like i don't was it just a, a year where we thought okay we're gonna start complying with these people why are we complying with this like we're not doing this there's here's mr anyone. cleveland man. here's this fuck again but if it makes the person comfortable why not it's not hurting anyone why the fuck am i gonna help one person out motherfucker what have you done for the rest of the fucking class i want to know why are we catering to one weirdo fuck? Well, here's what I will say. And just, I'm, I'm not saying I agree with this cat, but here's what I'll ask you. What if, what about that one kid that can't walk and you put accessible ramps in for that one kid? They do that. They do that by law for, for fire hazards and earthquakes. But, but I think what these individuals are saying is that they feel that at this point, we for years have deserted them and never included them. I agree with what you're saying. I'm not in agreement with them. I'm just saying, you know, that's what they think, I guess. Yeah. I I think that you have a a disability, which is a wheelchair person or somebody that, I mean, fuck. It's not the same, but that's, I think, how they look at it. They yeah. they want to be. Nah, these guys look at it because they want to, they want to, they're trolls and they want to get a reaction from you. And then they do it because they uh, are nobodies. They were nobody. This guy, this guy got his prom queen took, and this is the guy now why he's coming out. You know what I mean? 
Right. So. No, listen, I'm I'm not saying that I agree with that, but I think that's how they, they think these wild ways that they're the same as like someone in a wheelchair or or they were born that way, just like that kid, you know, and it's like he, no. he, he, he wants to say we gotta we gotta love our fellow people. No, we don't, because that's the problem we have right now. See, if we were to tell our fellow people the truth, then we wouldn't have the hate that we have today. I'll drop the mic on that, fuck boy. Yeah, Mr. Uh, Cleveland, remember, your kid, if you have a boy, he ain't a girl, man. He's a boy. He'll always be a boy. Always exactly. Hector, what's up? I thought it was Matt. <laughs> I was good, Coach. What up? Hey, uh, this is Jeff. I don't know if you know Jeff. Hector's on in New York, too. Um, dog, so we're going to make an announcement real quick, Jeff, with Hector. Um, we're going to do a betting segment on our Patreon, and Hector's going to do a betting segment. We're going to call it Scared Money Don't Make Money. And right. so we're going to do a – it'd be huge to have Jeff involved in this too because uh, Jeff's a basketball guy. Hector don't really fuck with basketball. Um, but we do – football season's right around the corner. So we're going to do some things uh, in the betting world. And uh, gotta, we got to break this up. So, Hector, explain what we're going to do. You're going to go on before my show, correct? Yes, sir. The plan is Monday, Wednesday, Wednesday, Fridays, 8 a.m. Eastern time, so an hour before – uh, coach comes on, so I'll take on the mornings, man. I get up early now. Uh, I got time. It works out best for me, and it's time to make some fucking money. No question. Uh, since I got you both here today, we're gonna we're gonna create the patrons uh, on my page, and then we'll get the we'll get the link out. We're gonna start when Monday or Monday. So. You've come on real quick for a few minutes to just give us a couple picks of the day of the weekend. I know there's not a lot going on, but you got you got some uh, MMA fight. By the way, a news break: we have uh, Terrence McKinney uh, joining the show Tuesday morning uh, at six thirty Pacific. Terrence McKinney will be on the show. Um, so, you got any picks for this upcoming UFC or anything? Yes, sir. So, if you don't know me, I like to bet uh, UFC, baseball and football so right now until football starts it's just going to be ufc and baseball uh we got a pay-per-view event this weekend Irene against Nunes. and i see a ton of value on amanda Nunes by submission it's it's at plus 550 bucks pays out 250. i mean nine of her she has nine round one finishes Three of them came by submission. Irene Aldana is a Mexican striker. And Amanda, she's Brazilian. She can handle the ground. There's no reason toe-to-toe with a Mexican striker. Take her ass to the ground and choke her ass out. Plus 500 by submission, plus 750 submissions rounds one or two. Really? How much would that win me if I bet hundred bucks? Uh, five fifty. Yeah, a uh, hundred bucks, five hundred or seven hundred. Did I say plus five fifty? It's plus five hundred or plus seven hundred. I got you. Um, that ain't bad. That ain't bad. I want like a hundred to pay me a hundred thousand though. You know what I mean? I want that shit, Jeff. I don't know about you. I mean, you're going to have to hit a lot of teams on one card. That's hey, Jeff, hard. give us your picks tonight for the basketball real quick off the top of your head. Uh, who do you like as far as a player prop? Yeah, I haven't played it yet, but I'm going back to the well. Bam Adebayo, point rebounds over. Bam Adebayo is having the best offensive year of his career. 
Um, as I've said before, Denver is not good against opposing bigs. They're a great team. Jokic is terrific, but it's not a great defender. Um, Bam has been all over the place. He's been killing it. I think if they win this series, he'll be the reason they win the NBA title. I think he's hit 13 or more rebounds in two of the three games. He's averaging nine a game this year. I think it's, again, if it's around 30, that's too low for Bam Adebayo. He's just been too good in this series. I'll go back to the well with him. For them to win tonight, he's going to need to get that. And you look at his minutes, his production, 40 or more minutes in all three games. The production amounts there. I'm going over. All right, Hector, who you got, Capo Baseball? What's the pick? I'm going back with two underdogs, the Pirates. They got the Mets today, and I also like um, – Oh, shit, my YouTube bugged out. Um, I do like the Pirates. I'm going to stick with that right there. Pirates on uh, – they're kind of having a year that no one expected, right? Yeah, they're one and a half games back on the division, and they the Brewers are in first, and they face each other on Friday. So that's going to be an exciting series. The Mets, man, shit, I don't know what's going on with them. Um, I don't care either. I'm not a Mets fan. Uh, so it makes me happy seeing them kind of shit the bed. But I'm betting against them today. I like the Pirates. Full game money line, I believe it's at minus 105. So you just picked the, you picked the Pirates just to win, or you pick props too? I'm keeping it simple there. Give me the Pirates full game. That's it. Just win. And minus 105. So how does that break down? Because I'm horrible at this. How's the money line work? Or how's the money work? So that's more of like closer to a pick em. So you're going to like 100 bucks pays out 95, I believe. Got to risk 105 to win 100. That's kind of risky for me, no? Well, it's a fl- I mean, you're going to you're you're risking the hundred dollars anyway. They just take it before the game and you get it back. You get two, two would get 200. Hey, we are calling it scared money don't make money, so fuck. But, I mean, we can't have dumb money make money either, so we got to be clear. Uh, we got to be clear here on this one. Um, oh, to be honest, that's, like, almost, like, the best it gets, like a minus 105, like a minus 120, minus 150. It's more likely to happen, it's more in your favor, but you're getting paid out less. And if you look at the lines on baseball right now, everything is minus 150, minus 160, but I'm – I'm betting on something I believe I have an edge on, and fucking hates me for that. But those those are great odds. Minus 105 full game money line. Hey, Capo, what, before you get out of here, what is the link to your channel that you're going to be on before our show? It's still the Stat Lab. Uh, currently working on the name. I don't know. We got, I got this weekend to kind of figure it out. Uh, but I'm still at the Stat Lab. Capo capping on Twitter. Um, well, the show's going to be on the Stat Lab right here on YouTube, and then we'll take the true betting over to Patreon, and we'll do the Patreon side of it uh, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, especially as we get closer to the football season. Uh, we're going to blow that out, um, and, and hopefully we get Jeff and come on and do some basketball stuff. We'll do some football stuff. Jeff bets it all. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. So... Can't wait, Capo Hector. I appreciate you popping in. I know you're about to go to work, and uh, appreciate you. Is the sky clear now? Yeah, it's all good. It's been good. Uh, now it's just it's back to normal. Really, we didn't get that shit here. So um, appreciate everybody, man. Uh, much love to you, Hector. Happy betting this weekend. Hope you get some wins. Yes, sir.
Good luck. All right, talk to you later. Peace. Um, Capo, Hector, uh, make sure you guys follow the Stat Lab on YouTube. He does a good betting show there. Um, Jeff, I got to go back to hell yeah, hell nah. Yep. Coke is better than Pepsi. Hell yeah, uh, hell nah. I would say hell yeah. It's been a while since I've had soda, but yeah, I'm a, I, I was always a big Coca-Cola guy. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not going to knock Pepsi if that's all they have, but no, I think Coke's significantly better. I've always said, um, you're, you're out in California, uh, Mexican Coke is the best, though. Uh, the pure sugar Coke. Pure sugar, yeah. Let me, yeah. Gonna, I stopped drinking soda a long, long time ago, man. I just, it's, it wore me down. Like, my cousin is crazy. My cousin's a world renowned chiropractor, mm-hmm. and he does, he used to do these x rays on me, and, and, and he came back and he was like, you see all this shit? And I go, yeah, what is that? He goes, A, it's shit. So I'd have shit all in me because I wouldn't shit or whatever. And he said, the other is, do you see that dark line down your vertebrae? And I go, yeah. He goes, that's from dark soda. And I go, what? Dark soda, the syrup in it is so thick that it actually embeds into your vertebrae. And that's when you get low back pain. That's when you get all this shit. And I used to have the worst because I used to drink cherry Pepsi. was my go-to dark soda back in the day. Oh, I used to love me some cherry Pepsi. I'd freeze the glass in the freezer, take the freezer glass out, pour the cherry Pepsi in it. I would down cherry Pepsi as a youngster. And uh, my back was so fucked up. And he proved that to me. I had to go on a straight tofu diet to just cleanse my whole system. And if you ever drink soda, you got to drink the lighter side of things like Sprite, um, certain things. Even Mountain Dew has a thick ass syrup in it and it'll still stick in you. But I got to say, Mountain Dew was my favorite, favorite soda of all time. Man, that was, like, that was almost like methamphetamine. Uh, it, it, that, that kept you up for a long time. Let me ask you. I'll give you a little fact. Do you know where they consume the most Coca-Cola in the world? Like snorting it? or No, Coca-Cola. Like drink it. Uh, they drink it like where water. They, where do they consume the most Coca-Cola? Yeah, what country? Huh, I'm going to say I, I assume it's not America because I don't think you'd ask that. I don't think it'd be that easy. It could be a trick question. It's not uh, America. No, I'm going to say Mexico. You would be right. Really? Let me explain this. In the southernmost state, Chiapas, it borders Guatemala. They consume 2.2 liters of Coca-Cola per day, most citizens. That's a half a gallon per day. It's everywhere. It's like water. And why that is, nobody knows. They make it there. It's very there's tons of production spots. And if you actually go to Chiapas, there's Coca-Cola signs everywhere. It's as easy to get as a bottle of water. In fact, they have more Coke than water on the in the state. Big Coke people. Hey, no offense. I love my Hispanics, but you wonder why most of them look like wobble bodies. There you have it. And also, it. if you look into back pain, it's quite frequent in Mexico. We lost Coach. Yeah, it's, back pain's a frequent problem. Did we freeze up? You're good. You got me? Uh, we froze up. You got it. You're good. You hear me? Yep. All right. Um, yeah, you wonder why they... <laughs> Wonder why they look like wobble bodies. Uh, there you have it. Uh, fucking drink yep. Coke all day. Um, a lot of carbs and Coke. 
God, yeah, a lot of tortilla, breads. Uh, and then I'll you look you, at real quick though, if anybody's interested, if do you like do you like uh, travel shows like food shows? Do you like that type of thing? Not really. Uh, the ordained cat or whatever. I never watched. Okay, it. on the same level. I'm sure no one will watch this, but I love the show. Eva Longoria has a show called Searching for Mexico. She goes around Mexico and just drinks tequila and shit. It's, it's very good. I love that show. Super interesting. Really? Yeah, yeah. She goes and I gotta, drinks. I got to check it out. I've never really got into that shit. Uh, That's where tequila comes in. Yeah, tequila's there. Um, I've never got into it. It's crazy. I never really did the food stuff. I never really did any of those TV shows. I never really got to watch any of those TV shows. Um. I'm going to roll with hell no on the Coke Pepsi thing. I like Pepsi when I did drink it. Um, now, if I do have whiskey, I'll drink it with cherry Pepsi or cherry Coke, though. Yeah, I haven't. That, that was the one thing when I started losing weight. That was one of the first things I cut out. And I actually tried Coke and I, I spit it out. I couldn't even drink it. But. Yeah. See, Derek, you drink fucking nine Dr. Peppers a day. That's why your lower back hurts or your back hurts. Hell yeah, hell no, Jeff. Here's a big one. Zion is the biggest bust since Greg Oden. I'm going to have to say, hell yeah, man. I mean, I heard people say Zion Williamson was going to be bigger than LeBron James. And you know what's crazy? I remember telling people, I used to watch him when he was at uh, Spartanburg uh, in high school. And he just, he had the feel to me as just, he's too... He's being too rated high, right? I feel the same way about LeBron James Jr. I, I think he is probably a three-star kid if he's not LeBron James's kid. But he's, you know, a five-star. I agree. Really I, agree. I, I think the, the younger kid's better than the brawny kid. Yeah. I, I, I just remember Zion. And, and, look, the dunks were cool. He had a great highlight tape. But the, the individuals he was playing were, were, were not good. I mean, it, it, he's a kid that's always heard his yes his whole life. Um, he's the best. Nothing's going to be bad. Everything's going to be good. And you feel bad for him, really, because I think he's had a lot of like just health issues. But his weight's been a problem. That's been an issue. Plus some of the off the court things now. He, these kids need uh, some help. I don't know why it's so hard for these teams to recognize it. But when do you like Wido in the chat saying like, when do you differentiate the bust from the on to the off the field issue? Like, I don't, there is no separation in my opinion. You're a bust. If you're not playing the game you're getting paid to play, you're a bust. I'm yeah. sorry. I don't want to differentiate the off the field shit with the on the field shit or the on the court shit. You're a bust if you're not fucking playing for me. If I go watch you and spend a thousand dollars with my kid, like you're a bust, homie. I don't, I don't want to hear that we got to get him on the court because when he's on the court, he's good, but he's not on the court. Like, nah, dog, I'm, you're a bust. Period. Yeah, not, be, not being there is the same as being there and not being good. You're, you're not there and you're a bust. Like, you got to play. I mean, not being there is is the problem. Um, and yeah. also, I mean, look, I'm not going to lie. I mean, he's been solid when he plays, but again, I can't remember when he plays. I will say as well, I mean, I remember hearing Lonzo Ball was going to be the next Isaiah Thomas as well. I mean, where, where the fuck has he been? Like to me, I'm gonna be honest. I've been, I've, I've taken heat for this, but I keep it 100. I'm gonna keep it the same all the time. Lynn Bias, who could have been, we could be talking about Lynn Bias instead of Michael Jordan. That's how different he was. He died, coke overdose. Mm -hmm. He's a bust, dog. Yeah. 
I'm sorry. He is a bust. He signed and is the number one pick. He goes to Boston Celtics and he dies. He got drafted. He was a pick. He made it to the NBA. He's a bust. Like, who's I'm not dogging brother? the Ball brothers. I'm just saying, I, I remember hearing how great Lonzo is going to be, and he hasn't played either. I love the Ball kids. I love the fact that their dad is in their life. I like the young kid. He's, you look at, here's an interesting point, coach, that I will just say about the Balls. Have you ever seen the youngest, what's his name, LaMelo? You ever yeah. seen his girl? No. She's the type of IG model I want. What up, what up, what up? It's Real Coach AB for the Coach AB Show with Big Smitty. Prize Picks is here to announce. Football season may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. You can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks. You can turn $10 into 1000 with pro basketball, pro hockey, and college basketball entries today on prize picks. America's number one fantasy sports app. Please make sure you follow along on the Coach JB Show with Big Smitty and download the app today and use code COACHJB for a first deposit match up to $100. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for restrictions and details. Peace. Got a little class to her, a little older. No issues. These young-minded chicks, these young kids should be going after a little bit older. You're 22. Find yourself a 28, 29-year-old, man. If they're going to be a model, find the one that's a little, at least a little classy, man. He should take notes from fucking LaMelo. Aren't they on the same team? No, they're not the same. Team. Nah, they're not. Um, um, but yeah, I, I, I'm not dogging the Ball Brothers. I, I'm just saying Lonzo is not around. He never plays. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know what affects these players at all. If it's a girl like Zion, like if a girl affects Zion, why don't is 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 that contributing to being a bust? That's all I want to know. Like. Is he contributing? Is the girl contributing to these cats on being bust? Like, I mean, I just saw Lonzo Ball buy some fucking out of the mind watch. It, the watch was the ugliest shit I ever saw. It was like yeah. $3 million watch. What are you doing? Why? But that's your money. So I'm not going to question it. I don't care. You do you. But you're not even like fucking playing. Like, this is the shit I'm talking about. I'm talking about this type of shit. Like, other things are more important because you've given them the big bag already. And that is my number one issue with these cats. That's why I sell, that's why I sell, um, you know, the the whole the whole bust issue. That's why I sell it so hard on, on these cats that are doing this shit off the court because Wido claims it's, it's on the court only, but it can't be on the court if you never make it to the court. So, like, what do you call that then, Wido? If you never make it in play, Greg Oden, he's a bust or is Kwame? See, Kwame Brown to me is not a bust. I don't consider Kwame Brown a bust. I consider Kwame Brown a guy who was drafted one and was 17 years old. And guess what? How long did Kwame play in the league? And that's what I was going to say, 12 years. 12 years, dog. How is he a bust? 
Like, is he a shitty NBA player? Yeah. He's not a bust. To me, Greg Oden's a bust. Like, right now, Zion is a bust. Well, let me ask you, because this is this is where I, I, I disagree slightly. Like, is Eddie Curry a bust? Eddie Curry played. Yes, yeah, think, big time. But he played nine years in the NBA. Did he play nine years? But I don't think he ever played consistent years. I think he just floated around the league. Let I me ask you. say he was in the league for like nine or ten years. Let me ask you this. So what's his name for the Miami Heat right now who's finally retiring? He looks like a fucking 90-year-old. Um, what's his name? Adonis um, Haslam. Haslam. He stuck around the league how long? 20 years? Oh, while. Yeah, 20 probably. But he hasn't played in how long? 10 years? I think he played like one, like a, a minute or two last year or something. But, yeah, I mean, not much. So that, that's my thing. Like, like, is he a bust? Like, he started for Miami Heat Finals teams with LeBron, I think. I think he started in those games back in the day. So, like, I'm trying to figure out. He hasn't played forever. Eddie Curry was very similar. He was so fucked up that he never really got to play, but he stuck around in the league because he was a big body. And, I mean, Greg Oden had chance after chance after chance. They're going to try to keep around seven-footers. But if you don't play long enough, if you don't play consistently, in my opinion, um, just because you're playing and you're out there, you know, I don't know. Are you a bust or are you just a bad a, a, player? A bust is someone that is drafted in the top 10 that A, either doesn't play whatsoever and is constantly injured, or B, had high hopes and plays fuck all or you know, is barely in there because he can't get on the court. That's a bust. Like, Eddie Curry is a bust. I don't give a shit how long he played in the NBA. I think Kwame Brown, probably a bust, should have been way better. There are a lot of these guys, you know, these top five, top 10 picks. If you're a top 10 pick and you don't have a very good career in the NBA, you're probably a boss. That's how I look at it. I don't know if Andrew Wiggins could be – I don't know well, about he's him. Lost. Andrew Wiggins is still processing. He's still playing. And, and remember, Coach, who makes these players as high as they are? Rating systems, uh, fucking scouts, people like that. Andrew Wiggins has had a great career. Made a, I mean, I mean, how much money is he making a year? He's a good player in the NBA, real good player. Is he LeBron James? No, but maybe his, maybe the, the the thought on him, the view of him, was just a little too high, you know. I know. I was saying that they started off like this, like you mentioned Zion earlier. They came in saying that Wiggins was going to be the next Kobe. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Who's they? Who didn't meet expectations, right? Right. And who's they? Who are these people saying that? Ah, He would have just told you he believes he's really good. By the way, I'll relate this to this. Do you know who Lenny Cook is? Hmm. No, you don't. In 2003, he was rated higher than LeBron, Amari, all of them. You never heard of him, right? Because he doesn't he doesn't do shit. The best sports documentary ever made was about the fact of how big of a bust he was. He didn't listen to anybody, didn't go to college, and fucking flamed out. Was playing in you know, the USBL in two or three years, and now he's fat, and, and and that's that. He's the most sad story you'll ever see. He only wanted to listen to himself. And he was bigger than LeBron. You can search it. Go to ESPN Top 60 in 2003. He was number one. The, the, these people that put these players there, it's not them that put them there. It's all it comes down to the kid. Yeah, oh, no, no doubt. Um, 
Yeah, right now, if Zion don't, if he don't play, I mean, this is this has been a hamstring for two years. He's blossomed in weight. He hasn't really been available. He's played what thirty games in two and a half years. I don't know what he's played. Uh, he can change. He can change. He could definitely be a success story. He's still pretty young, and he has the talent. I don't think anybody will. We're not saying that he doesn't have the talent. We're saying that he's not been on the court, so therefore he's a bust. He's a failure. He has not produced the return, what we thought the return would be. Uh, no question. No doubt. Um, hell yeah, hell no. Nah. Joker is already the best center ever. Hell no. Thank God. God Come damn. On, this was I'm, literally a debate on Get Up this morning. Because we have to have a we have to have a fucking brain in our head. Okay. I, I hate to tell you. I love Joker. I think he's a, you know, he, he's an interesting character. He's a great player. But Shaq was a dominating player. Uh, Wilt Chamberlain, Kareem, Bill Russell. Um, you know, there's so many great big. How does Bill Walton in his prime? Tim Duncan. I mean, Dirk. I mean, a lot of guys. Akeem Olajuwon, Patrick Ewing. He's not there yet, all right? He ain't even I, the best European big of all time yet. Come on, man. Dirk Nowitzki is the best big. Get out of here with that. Maybe. Maybe. You know, he is. Different game, but yeah. I, I'm i not ready to anoint these guys. That's the, my issue. I don't anoint this fast. What's he been in the league? Seven years? Win this title this year. Win another one or two. Listen, he's a big. He's a seven-footer, Big E. He's a big. He's the same type of player. Okay, He's not a guard. That's what I'm saying. Dirk is the best big of all time in European ranks. But if he wins you know, two or three championships, yeah, I think you got to start maybe talking about it. But he ain't bigger than Shaq or them types. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. Um, I'm going to say hell to the motherfucker. No. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. You know what I heard someone say on Twitter the other day? I forget who it was. They said that they're a hater for uh, Jokic. They said Arvidas Sabonis is still better. He hasn't passed him. Look, Arvidas is a great player, great passer, but come on, man. Stop. I'm going to be honest. I, I don't know if you're old enough to see Sabonis play when he was young. I he, was, he was the best big man that I saw in a, in a very long time. He got he was so banged up. See, you might have saw him, though. Did he have two knee braces on and fucking yeah, America? I've seen him later. Yeah, yeah he, he he wasn't even close to what he was. Venus Sabonis was like his son size. Mm-hmm. Like thin, lean, athletic, and just had unbelievable. Well, I think Joker reminds me a lot of him. I mean, he's a great passer. Like I think Joker reminds you of the Sabonis that yeah. you saw, though. Okay, yeah, kind of slow and plodding, but he's just good at everything. Yeah, I, I love both players. I'm always, I'm a big European basketball player. I love, I love them. I think they're great. Um, I think they've been really good for the NBA. Find one that hasn't been successful, other than Darko Milicic. There's very few. They're generally unbelievable. Why don't do you contribute Joker's dominance right now to the allowance of the rule, though? Of the rules, the game changing. You know basketball as well as anyone, Wido. Do you contribute his dominance to the style of the NBA's rules? the allowance of the rules, because I, I do. I totally do. There's no way you can tell me that Joker is going to score 35 on Shaquille O'Neal. I'm just telling you right now. I don't care what you say. He wasn't going to score 35 on Akeem Olajuwon, on Patrick Ewing, on Alonzo Mourning. 
He wasn't. Just let's be honest. This is not a center field league no more. Bam Abajayo is a guy that's dribbling the ball through the 6'10", 230-pound athlete. He's not a center. We don't have centers in this league anymore. They're, they're slash-forward athletes. There is no more center. The game's totally changed. He's a point center. I love hearing that fucking term. There's no way that you can't tell me that he's not dictating the style of pace, the play. It has all been kind of catered to his style, to be honest. Um, I don't. He's also, I'm you can't tell me he, could, he would do this, what he's doing right now, against those guys. There's just no way. You're talking about Jokic. Yes. Oh, and, and Jokic is a terrible. Jokic would get fucking bullied by Shaq. Like these people are saying, Shaq would drop fucking fifty on Jokic. That's what I mean, I'm saying, and that that's my point, Wido. I get I get you don't think they can guard Joker. Here's my thing. Joker would be guard him. He can't guard them either. I know that's my point though. Like the the style of play though, Joker would not put any wear and tear on any big man in the NBA back in the day. He would have to shoot for the most part, which he does well. On the other side of it though, Joker would absolutely get bodied and dominated by those guys and would be too fucking wore out to come on the other end and do what he's doing now. That's my point to this whole Joker debate. Yeah, I think if you throw him into like the, the 90s, 2000s NBA, he'll, I mean, even like a, some of them bigs that, you know, you know are, let me ask you, how would he play against like a Charles Oakley? Someone's going to fucking knock him in the fucking throat. Rodman, like, I would love to see yeah, him get Dennis, right. Bet, what about like a Ben, ben Wallace, unbelievable defender? You know, all those guys, man. The league is a shit defensive league. It just is. It, it's been a shitty defensive league for a long time. The, the whole we're going to defend like our, 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 our it's our last meal type of thing, that don't happen anymore. There's a couple. But like the, the dogged defender ain't really out there anymore. I agree with Josh, too. It is a positionless sport now. There is no more center. There's no more fives and four. See, back in the day, there wasn't even numbers on guys. See, I'm so old now that back in the day, you had PF, SF, PG, G. Yeah. There was no one, two, three, four, five. Now that they became, that started when it came to recruiting back in the late 90s. They started adding these numbers to guys because they were. it's an easier way to recruit. I'm giving you a true story. This is coming from Sonny Vicario um, that was on the, the, the air show. Um, who I know very well. This is the thing, Sonny McCarl. This is the thing. They started to recruit guys, and instead of using the long language, they were recruiting guys saying, hey, is he a four or five? So instead of saying that, they started using the slash term. He's a four slash five. So now it was real quick on the, on the, on the, on the, on the communication to the head coach back on the campus, like, hey, he's a four or five. And then the coaches would be like, listen, is he, is he fucking Shaq or is he Akeem? Is he 6'10 athletic or is he 7'2 stiff who's going to dominate the paint? Like, that is why they started using the the number terms. And, like, it started to change. So, man, Dennis Rodman or Ben Wallace would take his shit. Stop lying, some of you people out there. Yeah, he, I, I agree. Older defenders, Charles Oakley, he'd take his shit. Kevin Garnett? Yeah, man, come on. He's a great player, but, I, again, you put him into the – to the 90s, man, I don't think – I mean, maybe he adapts to it eventually, but Ben, them type of defenders, man, they don't make them really anymore in the NBA. There ain't many like that. Hey, I why think is, is, is Moran a bust, Wido? No. 
See, I'm calling him a bust. No. I'm calling Jaw a bust. Jaw is They're in the same boat. See, you know what I read? You know what I think John Morant will be? I'm not saying as a player, but one thing I've noticed about Morant, I saw him in Philadelphia this year, and he was dealing with a lot of things off the court. But you know what he came and did? Played well. And you know who he reminds me of? I hope this isn't his career. I really don't. Maybe as a player, I hope it is, but not as a person. Allen Iverson. He he had that ability to turn it on. He could go get drunk at, at the Tropicana Atlantic City the night before, fuck two hookers, but he'd be back at seven o'clock at the Core State Center to drop 45 on the fucking Hornets. You know, I don't, I'm not saying he'll be Allen Iverson talent wise, but he, I wonder if he's just able to do that. I, I don't know. Let me ask you this, Wido. If John Morant don't ever play again, is he a bust? See, that's how I look at shit. Well, yeah, because he's not going to play again, and he should have been a, a Hall of Famer, you know? Well, that's my point. He's a bust. Right now, John Morant is a bust to me. He, Him and Zion Williamson are both busts to me. He, he has been playing a meaningful wow. game in the playoffs. So, so Jaw hasn't played a meaningful game, uh, Jeff. He's missed multiple meaningful games. He hasn't won a big time series yet. Yeah, but see, that's we're, where we're, we're continuing to bring up Memphis every year as if like they're the fucking NBA champs. They have played, done nothing. He's played for four years in the NBA. He's played sixty or more games in four, three of the four years, and one of them was fifty-seven. It's not like he was out for two years and only played two years. He's played and a lot, and when he so. And when so he like plays, he's like extremely he effective. Play, obviously, if he can continue to play, obviously he's not a bust. But I'm just saying, if he were, if this, let's just say this thing folds him. Let's say Adam Silver drops the hammer, gives him a year, finds him. He goes into being a bitch made cat that I know he is, and he does some dumb shit in the off season, and his season, his career is over. Is he a bust? But if so, let me ask you. So let's say that let's say Denver loses the finals this year, and in the offseason, riding his horses in Serbia, Nikola Jokic uh, breaks his leg, and he never he's never the same player again. In fact, let's say he never plays again. Is he a bust? I mean, Joss, Joss averaging 23 points a game in his career. I would debate it with you. But how? John Morant he never won nothing, and his career was short. See, you could argue that Charles Barkley thing never won nothing. But Charles Barkley played how long and how dominant was he during this whole career? His whole career. Even when he got fat and sloppy in Houston, he was still the one of the best players out there. So, And he played for how long? If you were to tell me Joker career ended tomorrow because of an off-field thing, off-court thing, and he did not win this year, he did not get the ring, there would be a debate there as to I don't know if we're going to call him a bust, but we're definitely getting into the disappointment conversation because he has won two MVPs. He's probably the third. He should have won the third MVP. But, but so I, I don't know if I would call him a bust, but I will say he's a huge disappointment if he don't win a championship and the Denver Nuggets will just continue the Denver Nugget. Well, my knock here more what you're saying is the slander on John Moran. It's not like I mean, just recently he's had these issues. He's played a lot, and he's been one of the better guards in the NBA when he plays. When he's in full ready mode, he's there. It's not like he had a year off. Giant Williamson's literally never played. That's a bust. I could call him a bust. But this kid's just having a rough time in his career, and we hope that he gets past it. But he seems to me like one of those kids 
that can just put it past him. And he knows at seven, eight, nine o'clock when he's got to play, he's going to play. And he's done that. But John, are you talking about John having a rough time in his career? Yeah. This ain't a rough time in his career. This is a fucking dumb ass doing stupid yeah, shit. A, like, well, it, he, hasn't had, uh, he hasn't had like misfortunate, unfortunate uh, injuries that have consi- that have done all this. He's had a few injuries, but this is a off. This is a personal decision. Highlight this grumpy Williams comment. Come on, man. What did he say? He says the Philly center a bust. I would argue yes. Who Embiid? Embiid. Just because he hasn't won a title yet. Dan Marino was a great quarterback. He's not a bust because he didn't win the Super Bowl. All right, let me let's let's dive into this topic. Talking about Joker. The Joker narrative is he's not sexy. He's not like in America. Doesn't matter. I know it doesn't either. He doesn't, uh, he doesn't, um, the Joker is not well-liked in America. I don't agree with that at all, contrary to ESPN and all these narratives out there. I believe that he is in a town of of shit. Uh, I love Denver, but he's in a town that's just not a media mass market. He's not going to get the likes and love that he would get. Being a Euro is not the reason that he's not the most, like, popular, sexy guy. It's not because it's a Euro. Because no. Giannis is Euro. Embiid is Euro. It's we all love guy we love, we, love, uh, we love fucking Dirk. We love all these guys. So I don't want to hear that it's a Euro. I truly think Denver is hurting his sex appeal. It also is the type of guy he is. If you've ever heard him speak, he's, you know, he, he says funny shit, but he's, he's not out there. You know, he's, this is crazy too. Because he actually had to, um, they asked him the other day about, his his wife, I guess, at some point. He's been with the same girl since, like, middle school or some shit. And it's like, that's weird nowadays, I guess, that he did that. Like, he's just a regular guy. He's a kid at home. He's not out of the club blowing money. Like, that's weird that he does that. And he's not out there, you know, saying stupid shit. So he's not, like, that defines who he is as a player. It's fucking stupid. It's the dumbest thing. He is elite. He's a great player. And I only wish that more players were like him. Hey, hey, Chris said that Chris made up a good point right here because this is true. Um, you said a few things in there that is what we're accustomed to now. She said that's not weird. That's actually normal. It See, is that, to us. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it used to be, right? Yeah, yeah. We've normalized weird though now. Mm-hmm. So now, now when Joker comes out humble, quiet, uh, you know, not super flamboyant, we, we call him weird. It's the same. It's the same thing about what I heard a couple of days ago. I'm a selfish, greedy suckbag because I believe that I'm worth more than a company's willing to pay me. I'm the bad guy. I'm the victim, or I'm the issue. I'm not the victim. Why am I? The, years ago, I'd be regarded as a fucking hero, but I mean, it, it's it's backwards. Everything. Everything. Yeah, backwards. it is. You're right. Um, he should be a. Every, going forward, the next 10 years in the NBA, every kid that comes in should base their life like him or like Kyle Lowry. or These guys that are just, they get the job done. They don't cause issue. They act the right way. They're respected. They're respectful. That's how it should be. No, I agree. Um, 
Let's move into some NFL real quick and a little bit college football before we wrap up. Best landing spot for DeAndre Hopkins. Go. Get back, dude. Well, I want to say Philadelphia, but I don't think they're going to do it. Um, and I don't know if they really need him. Um, I don't know. I would say the Bills probably. Bills. I like yeah. I, I would say the Bills. You pair him with Stefan Diggs. I think they need a number kind of right with Gabe Davis. I mean, those three with Josh Allen, man, that, that, that's something. Now you're all of a sudden right, you know, you're right up there already with the Kansas City. Den- uh, Denver's having them in there today, I hear. Um, I hear that Houston's going to have them in as well. And I hear that Kansas City and the Bills are trying to bring them in. Well, for him, he wants Kansas City or the Bills. You don't want New England. I wouldn't want Denver. And I sure as fuck did, wouldn't want Houston. I'm also hearing Rams, heavy Rams. Um, That's another shitty team. Yeah. Uh, but he got a quarterback. If he's healthy, he could get him the ball at least. So there's a there's a good. I don't but know. Here's- Here's how this ties into betting, and I want to explain to you folks. Here's how you get in on good things. You have to be able to foreshadow with sports that are off right now, a.k.a. the NFL. You look at a team maybe that you like. Let's say you like the the, the, the Broncos. You think they're an upstart team. Bet them now. Put a little dollar on them now because if they get to DeAndre Hopkins, they're going down significantly in the odds markets. So you got to be able to foreshadow a little bit in this, and you got to put your cap on. Maybe you can pick who it is. They get him. They're all of a sudden, you know, a much different team than they were because now that helps your quarterback. What did that do for Josh Allen getting Stefan Diggs? What would that do for Russell Wilson getting a big time player in there? So. Yeah, that'd be interesting. That's an interesting one to talk about. Um, yeah. Um, how about this one? Is it Super Bowl or bust for Aaron Rodgers in New York this season? I think for his career, it has to be. And for him, he's only got one. He's kind of been considered. You can almost call him a very, very uh, overrated quarterback. It's been, yeah, it's been a long. I mean, how long ago was that? It seems like forever ago. I know. That's what I'm saying. He's been, and he's been beaten in the NFC title game. Oh, and, I mean, you should, and, like Matt says all the time, you can argue that he's, he should have three or four rings. And it's unfair, I think, because, you know, going in New York, they just expect. I mean, they expect the Jets to all of a sudden win the NFL title. It's it's crazy because it's the Jets. But you look at him. I still love him as a quarterback. I'm not a big fan of him personally. I think he's kind of a weirdo, but and he's annoying. But he's a great player. He's another one of those guys that just it doesn't matter what's going on outside. At one o'clock or at four o'clock, he comes in and he gives it to you. Um, so that's a tough division, though. I mean, there's a lot going on there. All right, last one for this football topic. Uh, that might be the toughest division of football, man. Yeah. Who's your early MVP MVP pick for the season? Jalen Hurts. And I'm not – if you know me, you know I am not a Homer Philadelphia fan. I love the Eagles, but I also – look, if, if I don't like a kid or I don't like a player or a team, I'll tell you. Jalen – I mean, the way he played last year – you know, I know Steichen's gone, but I mean, he's he's got his contract now. He's the man here. Everybody knows it. You know, all of a sudden, you look at this team. I mean, adding a guy like DeAndre Swift in, in the passing game and in the run game, that running back group is much better. I was happy to see Miles Sanders go. 
Um, we know A.J. Brown's terrific. Dallas Goddard had some health issues last year. That offensive line's fully back. Um, I'm looking at I'm looking at, at Jalen Hurts for sure. I, I like Joe Burrow. Down. Um, I like I like Trevor Lawrence as a dark horse, but I don't think Trevor will have enough around him um, to get up those huge, huge numbers. I think Trevor's going to make. I think they're going to win the South. I think they're going to go to the playoffs. I think the Jaguars are going to make a push. I think the Jaguars have a good, legitimate head coach. I think their defense got better. The Jaguars will make a run, but they will not. It won't be enough to get Trevor a MVP in year three. Um, you want to hear the um. You want to hear the odds right now? Yeah, what are they? Regular season. So Josh Allen's and and uh, Burrow and Mahomes are all seven to one. They're the top dogs. Herbert nine to one. Hertz twelve to one. That's that's a great price on Hertz. Lamar fifteen to one. Aaron Rodgers sixteen to one. Trevor sixteen to one. Dak sixteen to one. And Tua sixteen to one. Couple of deep ones. Russell Wilson forty to one. Who we got? Matt Stafford sixty to one. Daniel Jones, 75 to one. Your boy, Kyler, 100 to one. See, if I was betting on your boy, Kyler. So if if there was a bet, if we were betting, man, and we're going to bet on this for the risk versus reward, what is the best money that you could possibly win if you were willing to lose a little coin, Mm -hmm. but the reward is huge? And what? quarterback did you just mention that could actually break the bank well i think to me you have to these these are really because this is kind of like a heisman right you have to look at actually what's likely to happen because look i may like a quarterback that goes to baylor or something or or oklahoma but we have to remember the only kids that are going to be actually regarded for the heisman are the good teams alabama's georgia the ones that make the final four same thing in the nfl look i mean i like aaron Rodgers. But I don't. I, I really just don't think they're going to be a re- that relevant a team. They might make the playoffs, but that's about it. For me, I think odds wise, value wise, it's Jalen Hurts. I'd have put that price seven, eight to one. He's twelve to one. There's value there. It's I put I create these numbers in my head before the season. So I look at this and say I think he's a top three quarterback in the league, not the top six quarterback in the league, which is what these odds are telling you. I think he's a better quarterback. So I would go with him. And I'd also probably go with, in my heart of hearts, I know this is going to sound crazy. I think for Russell Wilson, the system he was in, what the coach he had, was horrid. It was terrible. I still think there were times in the last five years where he did things that I said, wow, I don't know if there's many quarterbacks can do that. If you put DeAndre Hopkins on that football team, you get him a new coach, which he has. Yeah, they're getting Patrick back, who they did not have last year, by the way. Right. And you look at this number. 40 to 1 is high. You're in the same category there as Kenny Pickett, Brock Purdy, Derek Carr, Jordan Love. Jordan Love has better MVP odds than Russell Wilson. That is value, what I'm talking about here. In a regular season, Russell Wilson's probably 20, 15 to 1. He's 40 to 1. If he gets, I, I would. That's the, the um, again. I called it last year. I hit. I had to eat crow because Russell had a horrible fucking year. They had a great defense. They wasted the defense. I believe they have a coach now that understands how to control him. The narrative. They'll get him back to being somewhat what Russell was. I don't believe Russell's over the hill done with yet. I still think he has top ten talent in him. Um, that would be my bet if I was a betting man. 
I could see Russell Wilson having one hell of a year underneath Sean Payton, and 40 to 1 odds are paying. So if I you, lose, I lose, but it's 40 to 1. And think about this you go from Nathaniel Hackett to Sean Payton. That's a huge jump, right? You may add a high level receiver in the mix to your group, right? You have just, you know, different things. Comeback, like comeback player. That's a good one as well. But those odds are too high. That would be my selection. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Eddie Manyweather, stop trolling. Shadir Sanders is shit. He's <laughs> not going to win no goddamn Heisman. Have you seen him throw the football? Just calm down. These motherfuckers that anoint these cats coming from an HBCU to a Power 5. Major we haven't even seen the dude play one Power 5 game yet, and we're going to call him the Heisman. It's crazy that his son already has Heisman vote because of it. It's his Deion's son. Let's be honest. It's like LeBron and Bronny, correct? Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you this. I mean, when it comes to Shadir, I mean, listen, playing Mississippi Valley State is a lot different than playing, you know, USC or Utah or, or whoever. I mean, that's a major step up, man. Now, in the market here, I'm looking at the odds for, for Heisman Trophy currently. Um, he is not even listed, I don't believe. I don't see him here. He's not even yeah, listed. He shouldn't, be. he shouldn't be. Yeah, he's not even listed, which he is, should. I mean, hard to do. I mean, they have people that are 500 to 1 to win the Heisman. I don't see Shadir here. So, yeah, Shadir is not winning it. Again, you have to – here's and, – and I don't mean to – to kind of put my nuts on this guy, but I'm just going to. Colorado is not going to be anywhere near the Final Four. Their win total this year is four games. Do you know what that means? That means they're a five-win team, maybe. They also might be a three-win team. They're nowhere near. I'll, I'll make it. I'm making a, a, a kind of a comparison here. And I think it was 2016. The Naval Academy had a player called Keenan Reynolds, who was one of the best players in the country, a terrific player. He didn't even get invited. And he I thought he was a top four or five quarterback in the country. But he goes to Navy. They weren't relevant. They won nine or ten games, but that's not relevant. It's about who's going to win, and that's all. You should look at the Heisman and say, there are two or three players. That's it. And those, those players are, you know, your Caleb Williams, you know, Bo Nick. Hey. Right, Drake May, guys like that. I'll tell uh -huh. you a kid. I'll tell you a kid I would look at. Kid at Notre um, Dame. Yeah, Tyler Buckner, the kid that's going to Alabama, 50 to 1. You look at someone like that, you know, you also look at someone, you know, in that realm as well. Dylan Gabriel at Oklahoma. They're a team that I could see in a bad conference get to the Final Four. You know, Michael Penix, you know, guys like that. Those are where you'd look if you want to go a bit deeper. Shadir Sanders isn't even listed. I know. I miss that mad on. <laughs> um, Marvin Harrison Jr. is a good point by Wido. I do like him boosting up there. He could be the next uh, – who was the wideout at Alabama that won it a few years Devante. ago? Devontae. He could be the next Devontae Smith, in my opinion. Um, Harrison, well, what's his odds? Uh, I'm looking for him here. I'm trying to get Harrison on the show. I talked to him quite a bit on social media. He's a good kid. I, I think he could get that – I want to know what his he's, odds. He's uh, thirty to one. Thirty to one. See, I like those odds. See, but here's the thing with with the receiver. I don't know if Ohio State has a spinner to get him the rock, though. Well, and and that's the thing, right? It comes down to 
quarterback. It's almost like a given, you know, picking a center to win the, the title. It, it comes a lot of down to the point guard sometimes. Um, that's the question. Now they always reload. You know, they have a great coach. They're, they're going to have a collision course with Michigan. I lo- I'd look at JJ McCarthy for sure at Michigan. They're to me, the second best team in the country going into the season. And they have Blake Corum back. Um, they have uh, Edwards back. They have a lot of talent coming back. Great offensive line, a good defense. They're the best team in the Big Ten coming into the season. So I'm looking at someone like that as well. But you're right. It comes down to the quarterback. It's all about the chemistry and, you know, does he have one eye on, on the next level? And Smith and Jigbo was a great player, but he didn't ultimately, you know, get that. No, I agree. Um, I want to transition real quick. Uh, not faded either. I got to say this video. Um, I always got to bring in the greats. And Kobe Bryant was ahead of his time. And I want to show you this video right here of Kobe. They're leaving the huddle. He's telling everybody, I'm about to dunk on this fool. I'm about to dunk on this fool. Here we got a dribble drive, change of direction. Oh, I don't think our reactions was because of the dunk. Our reactions was because he said he was about to do that dunk. And that's why we was just like, oh my God, we cannot believe he just said what he was going to do and he did it. And it was spectacular at the same time. And it, it was one of the craziest things because you know, you guys say stuff all the time, but to hear from a rookie who never really played NBA games said, I'm about to dunk on this fool. And when I tell you he crossed that dude up right to left cross, and, and I think Ben Wallace tried to take a charge. Oh, my. It was – that was one of the special moments of Kobe. And, like, just – you knew he was going to take off from there. You just knew it. Not a good argument for Ben Wallace. He's a great defender there. <laughs> hey, uh, Nick Van Exel is going to come on the show, by the way, uh, in a couple weeks. Oh, I just Nick talked- was a great player. I got that video because I, I I was talking to Nick about coming on the show and he's a he's a good dude. We talk a lot. Um, he uh, he shared me that video and I'm like, dog, that's crazy. That's crazy when you can, as a rookie, tell a motherfucker, I'm going to cross this guy up and then I'm going to dunk on that guy. Yeah, like yeah, he's he's one of those guys that when he talked, he immediately did it. I remember when that punk Matt Barnes. When remember we tried to punk him with the ball, Kobe didn't even flinch. He just stood there. Yeah, I know I'm Matt talks about, about that all the time. Matt Barnes talks about that on his shit all the time to this day. He's like, I can't believe he didn't flinch. Another guy, and I, I talked about him earlier. I remember uh, 96, Iverson was a rookie. They played the Bulls in Philadelphia. The, it, the whole thing set up where Iverson's guarding Jordan, Jordan's guarding Iverson. Iverson has the ball. Phil Jackson, you hear say, Michael, step up on him. And they go hand in hand. And Allen gives him a little cross. Then he gives him a big cross and hits a jumper right in his face. And that's when I think people realize, okay, he's a, he's the truth as well. These, these cats like Kobe and AI, they could do that. They could just, I'm going to fucking shit on you right now. And I'm not scared to go at anybody and I'm going to do it. Just, just yeah. legendary, man. Why don't, why don't brings up John Moran had a better rookie season than Kobe. Here's the thing about it. You younger cats dog gets caught up in these stats. Homie. No damn real. You guys get caught up in this stat shit like you guys call stats out as being better like kobe first of all the generation was completely different kobe did not he wasn't the guy yet he wasn't the guy yet he was 17 he, got he was not the guy 
Job played college, went to the league, matured. This is a 17-year-old who came in, asked to shoot a game winner against Utah in the playoffs as a 17-year-old, air balls, and everyone blasts him. We look at stats and we compare stats and we think that that player was automatically better because he had better stats. That is the fucking, it's the dumbest argument. I'm just going to be honest. Like, stats do not tell if the player was better or not. I'm sorry. And I will still say January 22nd, 2006 was one of, actually, I'm not going to say it was one of, it was the greatest single performances I've ever seen as an NBA player, probably in sports history, really. No, I, I, I read the statement. Wido, to be fair with Wido, he said on the end of it, like the greats excel and evolve and do what they were set out to do. And the, and the, and the quick, quick fucking, you know, flash in the pants guys, they have these flash seasons and then they fall off, tailor off because they do something stupid like Jaws doing. I get what he's saying, but at the same time, though, we look at stats and get enamored by them as a young age, at a young age. Like when these kids come in as rookies and dominate, like like Derrick Rose. I mean, he was a phenomenal. I don't know if we've seen another Derrick Rose. Like Derrick Rose and Russell Westbrook, probably the two most explosive players I've ever seen in my entire life. And he gets an MVP. He's off to being the best thing ever. And now we're sitting here talking: Is Derrick Rose a bust or not? So like sometimes you have to use the good old eye test just they just have something different than most people right i mean you got the but these young kids man they have no respect for nothing great man like i hear these kids on the internet talk about nas nas sucks he ain't a good rapper like come on man like don't talk stupid show some respect at least don't compare him to fucking little drip or whatever the fuck these guys they know, they, that's what they do now that's the yeah, thing these kids only respect, see, what they see on social media that's it like I'm not gonna go and like I I'm not gonna go and find someone in the sixties and be like, yo, he's Bob Cousy's corny. Bob Cousy's a legend. I know he was playing a different NBA, but you still can't knock the dude. Like these people don't have no respect, man. Like a lot of these young cats. Yeah. Kobe uh, Bryant is one of the greatest players ever. Ever. Show him some respect. Yeah, and Wido said that. Wido saying he's saying that because he's he hates hearing how gifted and talented people are. But Kobe outworked the entire league. We need more of that. Yeah. I agree. We don't have the the work ethic gone because the money has risen. The marketplace has been set so high that these cats are getting these huge dollar amounts that they're now just like enabled. They they got the money already. Why would they need to work hard? It takes a different mindset, in my opinion, that even though I got the money, like Kobe, I can still go out and outwork the the, the guy that's broke. Like the broke guy don't even have the mentality of, uh, of, of a guy like Kobe with hundreds of millions of dollars in the bank already. That is the difference in the mindset now versus what it is. I remember uh, when I was a kid, I we used to, around here, we hated Kobe. Because I remember when I was a kid, when they faced the Sixers in 2000, early, when they went to the finals, Kobe's from this area. He said, I'm going to rip their hearts out to Philadelphia. And I, I said to my father, I said, dad, why would he say that? He's from this area. Why would he say that to us? And I hated him for years. And then 2006 came. I was in high school, junior in high school. And I remember watching him drop 81 on Mars Peterson and, and uh, Jalen Rose. And just on a Sunday night, I'm going to school the next day. I remember going to school. I said, he dropped 81. I couldn't believe it. I didn't think that was possible. 
And from then on, I, I just had a newfound disrespect for him as I got older. Yeah, Anthony Edwards, Anthony Edwards is a old school mentality. And by the way, Kobe's his favorite player, I think. Um, by the way, though, Kobe is Kyrie Irving's favorite player, and Kyrie has done what he's done. So it doesn't, that's my point. Words mean absolutely nothing. It's who you are, not what you say you are. I like Anthony Edwards. I, I think he's, uh, I like what he's doing and saying. He's saying some things that old people used to say, the older generation. But he's got to continue to do it, though. I mean, he's going to get big bag. I want to see what happens when he gets the big bag, uh, Jeff. So, did you see um, did you see the movie he was in with Adam Sandler, the Hustle movie? Did you watch that? Nah, I haven't seen it yet. You didn't? You didn't see it? Is I'd it be good? curious to see what you think of that. I, I mean, I'm a Philly guy, so I liked it. I mean, it's a Philly type of movie, but I liked it. Yeah. Kobe also had 70 uh, – Kobe also had, I think, 71, and the Dallas Mavericks had 70 at one in that Dallas Maverick game. Uh, if you remember that game, he's dropped 71 after three quarters, by the way. He dropped 71, and the Mavericks – they were down – the Mavericks were losing. Like, Kobe had 71 of the 110 points I mean, or this, something like that. Look at this dumb fuck in the chat, Frank Falcone. Frank, I just literally for the last five minutes praised Kobe as one of the greatest players ever in this fuck hard well first of all he spells kobe wrong so just spelling kobe wrong i'm blocking him get the fuck out of here dickhead i'll just tell you right now you spell kobe c-o-b-y you are an absolute fuck stick so you're getting the fuck out of here uh ash uh thank you jesus ash you are the man ash says i don't know ball you hey. don't know anything about life. Hope he was better than LeBron. That's right, Ash. That's right, Ash. Not wrong. I appreciate it, Ash. Uh, I don't know who Kobe is either, uh, Chris. I have no idea who. who, uh, who How are you going to spell a, an iconic name like that? C O B. Like, come on, man. Hey, here's a here's a here's a here's an iconic statement. Ash, you just wasted twenty dollars on that crazy statement. No. He just did what you can't do. You live at mom's basement and you are here watching. You're not even a member and you're sitting there saying shit that you wish you could do because you're a troll and you're an absolute fuck boy who wishes he could be like Ash. Ash is a grown person with an adult job, lives on his own and has his own house and family. You, my friend, are a bitch made cat. There's a huge difference. I just want to be clear here. Um... God he's damn. probably likely under the age of 25. They all love this, LeBron. This guy's the perfect example of what we are, though. We are a guy that would hate on another man. So he's hating on two men. He's hating on Ash for dropping $120 in the chat today, and then he's hating on us for receiving $120 in the chat. And he has done absolutely nothing. But he wants to bitch about it. It's unbelievable. Like Hector just said, like, why would you worry about someone else's money? It's absolutely fucking unbelievable and by the way this man's a service member and a veteran like it's crazy that this fucking this is what's wrong these are this is john morant in the chat yeah but M, like m pettiford seems to have no respect for anybody he doesn't give a shit he doesn't care he's just he's this dumbass way of thinking you can just say what like these fucks this fuck stick talking about can i get your barber's info no motherfucker because my barber wouldn't cut your corny motherfucking ass you got to have a little bit of flavor and you clearly don't to know my barber would not accept you. So, no. Who said that? 
Uh, some dickhead. I don't know. No, you God can't. Damn. All right, let's do a trivia. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put the chat in. Members only, call in. I'm going to drop the chat in here. You could ask Jeff a question. You can also call in, and I'm going to do a trivia. This might be fun. I'm going to do a trivia with you live, by the way. You know, I want to see your hands, motherfuckers. You ain't going to be able to Google. See, we're the only show that actually has their guests call in live. You got to do this. You got to do this. Yeah, like, call in live. Like, like, hey, dog, I get it. McAfee, everybody has phone conversations. They call in on the phone. No, we're allowing you to call face-to-face. Here's an offer that. You're too pussy. Most of you are pussy to do it. Can I say this, too? If you're a fucking troll... Show your fucking balls now. Come on and talk to me face to face. You got all this shit to say. Hey, I'll allow it. Come you on. say don't allow non-members, but I'll allow it today. If you want to show your balls, so, come on in. I so, bet you they won't, though. I bet you they won't. That's the problem. No, they never do. I do it on my own show. They never come in. Hey, we're just trying to give you. We got. We're trying to give away a free uh, hoodie right here. So, is if you this want to a do it, show? Humble. Like we got the trolls are crazy on Friday. They're so bored on Friday because they don't work. Hey, listen to this, Jeff. Listen to this noise. Uh, nobody's called in yet. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Oh, and Pettiford, get him on. Get him on. Oh, he's a member, Pettiford. <laughs> now he's in a club. He can talk a little. Um. Yeah, you need my JB. Bar- you need my barber. Shit. And Pettiford I- just dropped his balls on your chin, coach. <laughs> Hey, bring him in. Come on, Pettiford. You're a member now. Um, congratulations. Now you can talk shit. I respect. See, I respect him for becoming a member. I respect D. Jones disagreeing with me all the time. I, I respect Eddie Manyweather talking shit. Eddie's just becoming a troll, though, but I still love Eddie. But Eddie's becoming a troll. He's so fucking stuck. He's so stuck on, on fucking. Uh, here we go. Let's see who I got here. Can I just say, who is this? What's, what's up, up, y'all? What's up, bro? Yeah, so my bad. I was uh, watching this show. Now, this guy's at work, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, hey, I actually hit you up uh, the other day, uh, Coach. I wanted to appreciate you, man, and what you guys have been, you and Big Smitty have been talking about and everything. And, yeah, man, I appreciate everything. I'm taking in. You know, I'm a young cat, 21 years old. I'm from Kansas City, so. Okay, yeah. what part of Kansas City yeah. are you in? Uh, right now I live in Kansas City, Kansas, but I'm from Missouri. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, that's where Sean Waffle's at. Sean Waffle's going to be – he's going to be here next. I got a trivia question. I'll give you a hoodie. Uh, right. I don't know. This is a tough one, I think. Um, woo. All right, here we go. Um, I don't know if you know about horse racing, dog. This is a horse racing question. Hold on. I'm going to bring in Sean. Uh, I'm going to bring in Sean as well, though, because Sean may get it if the next one don't get it. Um, all right, Sean. Here's the question. Um my man gets first dibs at this. 1973, Secretariat. If you know anything about horses, what what did he win? What did he win to win the Triple Crown? What race was it? I know that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to lie. I don't even know. Yeah, you're too young, dog. You're too young. I actually really want to answer Hey, Sean, if you get it, Sean, I'm going to give him the hoodie and you a hoodie. You know it? Freakness. No. I know. Can I answer? Yeah. The Belmont Stakes. Yes, indeed it is. <laughs> Belmont Stakes, dog. He's the third of the Triple Crown. Derby, Preakness. I don't know shit about horse racing. Yeah, I don't either. I don't know nothing. 
Yeah, Belmont Stakes, dog. Belmont Stakes. Hey, my man, I appreciate you calling in, dog. Uh, where are you working at? I uh, work at a collision center. It's called Caliber Collision. Got it right here on my shirt. Nice. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So I'm just a detailer. So I just detail cars and stuff. So you're not the motherfucker good. in the car running straight into the wall and shit like commercial, nah. right? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. <laughs> hell nah. You're not, the test, you're not the test dummy, right? Nah, nah, hell nah. All right. Hey, man, much love to you, man. Be safe out there in KC. Appreciate it, man. I'm going to keep watching this right, show. Brother. Catch y'all later. Yep. Later. Uh, Sean, what up? Um... The, 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 you say D Rose ain't a bust. I saw you wrote in the post. I don't think he is. Jeff, you think D Rose a bust? No. He's still playing, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's been in the league a long time. MVP. MVP year. He was, I don't know if I'd consider him a bust or not. Um, come on, Sean, you gotta knock the old, you gotta knock the, 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 the Belmont down for the old folks. You're not a horse guy? No, not really. Hey, hey, it is what it is. Fuck it. No, um, Jeff Jeff nailed Eddie Curry earlier. That was a good one, Jeff. Yeah, that's always one that I, I kind of lean on. And he, an old school guy that was kind of like Eddie Curry back in the day was Chris Washburn. Yep. That, that was a bust. Yep. Remember Jamal Mashburn? Absolutely. Monster Mash. Who was better? Who was better, Jeff? Jamal Mashburn or Antoine Walker? Uh, Antoine Walker. He was a great player at one point for the Celtics. Those are two. Those are two guys I liked a lot. Um, hey, I appreciate it, Sean. Don't miss Monday. I got baby Gronk and his daddy on. I'll be doing it. For <laughs> I'll be doing it for Vegas. I'm telling you, dude, right now he's going to end up full grown at 5'8", 155 pounds, and end up Division Two, freaking, uh, I mean – I've seen this shit a thousand times in my life, man. He's going to end up at D2 school somewhere. Yeah. Jack, but man, Nadu looks like baby Gronk. We already talked about this fucking slap. Um, all right, Sean, I'll see you later. I appreciate it. All right, man. Have a good weekend. Later. Um, hey, can I um I, can I just hit one question here quick? Yeah. Someone's asking me who wins between Mayweather and Gotti this Sunday. So John Gotti third is – John got his grandson. He's fighting Floyd Mayweather this weekend. It's an exhibition. Um, look, kid's tough. I mean, I, his family hates me, by the way. Um, but I think he's a good fighter. I really do. Uh, can he beat Mayweather? It's an exhibition. Floyd can just work through these cats. He's done it a couple of times. Mayweather Mayweather wins. How old is Mayweather now? Uh, shit. I think he's 40. How old is he? Let me look. Floyd Mayweather Jr. Yeah, is uh, 46. 46. Tommy Durden, what up? What's up, Coach? How you doing, man? Man, chilling, man, chilling, man. You got, you got, you got a question for us? Well, I was just—I had the answer to that question. You usually uh, throw some hard ones out there, but I'm actually a horse guy. Even though I'm in Georgia here, Athens, we really can't bet on shit. You know, I there's just snowflakes out, out here. It's a shame. You know, we'd have to go to Tennessee. Yeah, you're you know, not Florida man. or something like that, but you're I'm like definitely not going to Florida. Man, it's unbelievable. I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, Georgia going undefeated this year? Uh, easy schedule, coach. We had to drop Oklahoma due to the you know them joining up the SEC. Uh, you know, I, if we don't, we got a problem. But it's a good problem to have. Kirby is uh, he's just amazing. What he's done for the school, the facilities, 
everything, you name it. He does not let any I's or T's go uncrossed or dotted. He is just, I mean, I can't say enough about him. You know, George has always had the possibilities and the endless possibilities with the recruiting. You know this, but uh, it just takes the right person to get in here with the right attitude and everybody starts believing in him. Yeah, he's uh, he's learned from the goat, they say, right? So he's doing what he does. He's like to a T, does what Saban does as far as uh, meticulousness. Uh, he is uh, he's good. I, the thing that scares me is I think they're going to get a shocker. I, I think the quarterback play is the one that I have a worry for. Alabama too. Alabama, Georgia. There's a lot of quarterback play out there. Ohio State that I'm worried about. So we'll see. It's going to be an interesting college football season, man. Um, Carson I, Beck, I, I Beck, it, no. do it again. Carson Beck, thirty to one Heisman. Woo! It's a good call. Hey, I appreciate you calling, brother. Yeah, man. Y'all take care. I appreciate the show, Coach. Thanks for all the hard work. I appreciate you. Yep. Thank you. All right, Wido. Let's go, Wido. You ready, Coach? Let me get, give me some of your fucking. I got some damn trivia for you because you're always hitting us with the old school shit. What rapper debuted their second real album with a song called Fireman, Coach? Come on. That's an easy one. Come on, Jeff. We got to talk to Coach here. Yeah, that's Wait, easy. Wait, It's one of the greatest rappers of all time, Coach. He's his gonna second, look at the his second gonna album, his second studio album featured a hit single, Fireman. Who's the rapper? He's looking at the chat. I'm not. I can't see the chat. The chat's over here. Um, I have no idea. First to ever sell a million in a week, hard copies. Wheezy. Uh, Wheezy. Uh, Lil Wayne. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Am I really? Yeah. Yes, sir. I will say uh, that's <laughs> a bit say, of a... Only say Lil Wayne because he's coming on the show. Let me explain one thing. That'd be historic. You just said some nutty shit that he's one of the best rappers of all time. First of all, he doesn't great. even... He don't even write his own shit, and he was called out for that by Gilly the Kid, who wrote his shit for him. Gilly the Kid shit on that motherfucker. Lil yeah, Wayne's overrated. He must be a Philly guy living in the past. Come on, Lil Wayne is overrated. Beanie Siegel is a significantly better rapper than Lil Wayne. Get the hell out of here. Not even close. <laughs> if Gilly, if Gilly or Beanie was as good or could write his shit, why don't they have the hits? Why don't they have the albums that Wayne? Gilly did? the Kid wrote the best diss track ever. I love Cannon. I love that shit. The best. I'm a fan yeah, of that song. Also but Biggie didn't write his shit either. But you got to understand, Wayne, he doesn't write, meaning he doesn't write his raps like Jay-Z. Either JD, JD, Jay-Z doesn't either. But it's just freestyle metaphors, punchlines. So yeah. I like that. No, I hear you. He's not I'm giving you what J. Cole gives you, but. I'm I never fuck with any of these new cats. I couldn't tell you anything about Lil Wayne, to be honest with you. I never really got into it. I never got into the cat. If you have them all, Coach, you got to let me have at least three hours with you to prep before we go into that show so you know what you need to know, all right? Hey, I ain't shit. You know me. I'm gonna fucking be like. We gotta hey. watch the film, Coach. We gotta watch the film on Lil Wayne. Weezy F, baby, I got you. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's interesting. You're gonna tell me, Duffel Bag Boy Jeff wasn't one of your anthems? I mean, I will say uh, he has had some great tracks. Um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna front. Even when he was, you know, big in Cash Money in early days. Uh, what was that one track he put out? Uh, I got. 10 bathrooms like a shit. Oh, what's on those are that? radio songs too? He's got some real shit. Yeah, man. but that that beat was fire. Yeah, like Lollipop when that came out, that was six foot, seven foot. Those songs were all radio hits. You need some good oh. ones. You need to go no ceiling. Sorry for the wait. Yeah. Hey, I'm Kyler Murray in this motherfucker. Way over my head. I'm Kyler Murray. You way over my head. 
Well, but coach, let me just guy, ask you, you before. Yes, yeah, sir. Florida, yeah, born and raised, fourth well, generation. I'm a different like regional guy. Like I'm like, Freeway is a way better rapper to me than Little Wayne personally. But like that's that's just where we're from, you know. Yeah, that's insane to me. But let me ask y'all boys this: As a hooper, y'all play basketball. When you have a big guy, a chubby big guy who is also tall, has hands to catch, can finish around the rim, that's probably the hardest player to play against. And he's the best passer. Joker is a problem. Joker's a problem, y'all boys. I don't know how you guys are hating on him as much. But he would have struggled in the 90s. I don't think so, because then big bruisers can bounce with him, but he's making passes and and bringing them to the top of the key. Shaq can't guard nobody at the top of the key. Right. Either can either can Elijah want all these guys, but it would be a fascinating chat. Who the fuck is good. Dolph? Young Dolph, rest in peace, coach. Come he's on, dead. oh, and he's Memphis. the best ever. A guy I've never heard of is the best ever, really. Not even close to best ever, but rest in peace to the great. We'll give him respect. <laughs> he's dead, but I mean, he was big for the independent artists. I'll say that he stood on being independent. Yeah. Uh, Listen, Plum Bay, uh, you can talk shit all you want. Philadelphia Freeway is one of the best albums ever made. Hey, I got I got that in my uh, deal. I, I I like Freeway. I like Freeway. I bump Freeway. Dun, 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 dun. I, I, that first track. What we I'm do is a hood anthem, man. Come on. Man. Yeah, it is. I don't even know who the fuck Dolph is. Why though? Um, <laughs> you probably wouldn't have liked him to be honest, Coach. Yeah. Hey, why you a UFC sound. guy? Uh, Hector dropped one on him today. Big fight this weekend. I like Oliveira making his comeback, but Benil Dariush is really, really raw, and he's on a path that he should have been a title fight, and he's just kind of been given the shorthand of the stick. I like Oliveira for sure. I like him. I think the Islam fight was just bad for him, but let's see him get one back. Something happened last week, Wido, that never happened to me before, and it was wild in UFC. I've been betting on Dagestani and Chechen fighters for forever. Just locked on them. And the first one lost, Lumaga Madoff uh, yeah. lost. Crazy. They're they're just so different, and their style is so – Yeah. It's just hard to beat. You know, you really have to have your A game or just catch them with a knockout because yeah. their game is just hard to beat. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I know Hector likes Oliveira too. But, hey, not going to lie, Coach, I am excited to see Conor McGregor. I know you don't like my dog too much. Okay, the Irish all back, baby. But seeing him is nice. I want to see that fight. You talk about overrated, another guy. I mean, Jeff, don't do that. Any big time fight, he loses. What are you talking about? He does. That's like saying Shaq's overrated because you only looked at his Celtics tenure and his son's tenure. No, it's like saying Mike Tyson's overrated, which he is. Mike Tyson? You must have watched that damn. uh, I mean, I'm not going to say Mike Tyson was overrated. That's like, come on, coach. Hey, Jeff, who has Mike Tyson beat? Yeah, look, I'm not going to – I mean, and if you look at the guy he lost to, Buster Douglas, I mean, who the fuck was he? Who Mike Tyson beat? I'm just saying, who's he beat? He he lost to Holyfield in his prime twice. That's what I'm saying about Conor, man. Conor McGregor has beaten nobody, really. Well, hold on, because I'm a big Conor guy, but I'm also a realist. I-S-T, not E-S-T. Conor has never been what we thought he was at 155 and up. He's never had that power. He's never had that KO. 145, though, he was definitely transcending. This is a guy who at one point was like a fucking plumber's apprentice. He came from nothing. The fact that he's gotten even close to this point is incredible. He has these lofty, like, kind of thoughts that about him. But if you just look at him, he when he steps up and fights, you know, the big time fights, he loses. I mean, you can't say that though. He's Poirier only lost or, the biggest fights of all biggest. Poirier is a top tier guy. Lost to Nate Diaz. Great. Lost to Khabib. 
lost it. But that's what I'm saying. To be the best, you have to beat the best, right? UFC is hard though, because it's so We're easy just to about lose. Kobe. Kobe UFC shit is on so everybody. tough. Nah, Kobe's got a lot of losses, so it's hard to compare the UFC because one loss is a Super Bowl. Every fight's yeah, a Super right. Bowl, you know. But, but I'm not one of those to say he's the greatest ever. He's not Anderson Silva. He's not John Jones. He's not George St. Pierre. He's done more for the sport than any of those guys. But he just hasn't been the same at 155, 170, in my opinion. I love the guy. Love right. him. Right. Connor's a CP3 UFC. That's a that's a good point. Can't be CP3. He's a double champ, boys. He really did that shit. Sparked the whole division. Khabib is what Connor thinks he is. Khabib is the best. Jeff, if you're a really good fighter, if you're really into UFC, you're going to tell me he didn't give Khabib his hardest fight? Looking back, even though we all thought he got smashed, when I watched I've watched it 50 times. He gave Khabib his hardest but, fight. Maybe Khabib was trying to kill him. You're way around. more you're way more educated on the subject than me. But I will just say this. You know damn well in the prime, let's say the next night or the next week or the next month, they fought again. You know damn well Khabib would win again. Yeah. It, that it, was it would a, like be they fought a hundred times and Connor might win once. Yeah. I mean, in the third round, Khabib I think wanted to box him, and that's where Connor was hitting him. That's where Connor was looking good. But if he goes to wrestle him, there's no other chance. But Connor does have good wrestling defense. A lot of people don't look at that. He did get smashed the fuck up his first and second round at the end. But hey, it is what it is. But still yeah, rocking with him because he's Connor he's is, game. One thing about him, he's game. I like that. He's fucking game. And you know what matters at the end of the day? I mean, at least to, to most people, net worth. And Conor McGregor's net worth is two, three hundred million dollars. So I mean, you can't hate on the guy for that. Hey, is Nate Diaz really fighting Jake Paul or whatever? Yes. Boxing match. What kind of fight is it? What kind of fight is it supposed to be? A boxing match. Well, that'll be the end of Nate if he loses. We don't have to hear from him anymore. Will yeah. Nate Diaz win a boxing fight? No. I mean, he's a boxing-styled black belt in jiu-jitsu. He has really good stand-up, but a lot of people are worried about the power of Jake Paul. But um, I think Nate can tee him up, to be honest. Really? I think I know why Wado likes Connor too. You kind of look like his little brother, to be fair. I'd take it, Jeff. I'd take it. That's my. I just woke up. This is my bed head. Shout out to Connor. Like if but you I'm told me your last name it. was like Finnegan, I would believe you. Nah, nothing. I got none of that. I'm a real. Hey, Wado, what's your take on Zion and the porn star? We got to talk about Zion. He's a little boy, coach. He's doing little boy shit, but he can't be a bust just yet. He's not done with his career, and he's an animal on that court. But he's done. He's doing some little boy shit with all these fucking porn stars and these ratchet bitches yeah he's getting caught up sending snapchats it's sad coach it's down bad so i don't understand he, he's not playing basketball and he's not a bus what is he because i, I he's still, what I'm, is he i'm a realist coach if he's if he comes back next year and does what he's already been doing on the court he won't be a bus no more so i can't call him a bus if it's not over yet but he's i'm saying right now as of today let's say there's no more Zion. is he a bust if you're in that imaginary world, sure, yes. Because he could have been and he didn't. He stopped playing or whatever. I'm I mean, you. we could really have really have seen the end of Zion. Really. I mean, let's be honest. We we really have we can really we're right now sitting here June 9th, 2023. It could be the very end of Zion Williamson and John Morant, both. It could be. I don't think it will be for either of them. All right, over under John gets 50 games or more on or less. Suspension wise, yeah, less. Jeff, I would agree. I mean, I, I think the precedent wise, I mean, 
he didn't do anything illegal. I don't I I don't know how you can actually do that, but I mean, as, as he violated an, NBA all, okay. everything NBA bylaws, so he did illegal things to his organization that's paying him. So the Gilbert illegal and the illegal shit is like. I, I hate to say it, it's kind of a, a, a broad statement when we're out here looking at these kids mimic these guys. Like, Correct. you wonder why Philly, L.A., Chicago are killing like each other. I'm not saying it's all because of John Morant. I'm just saying, can we be better with the big platform? That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, but, Gilbert Arenas, though, I mean, broke laws. I mean, broke guns. You didn't see it. You didn't see it, though. Right. None of us knew. That was real. Was, nobody yeah. knew, though. It, and I, I give way more credit to Gilbert. Gilbert's from L.A., so I know Gilbert. He did some gangster shit. He walked in there with a pistol, like let's get really it. it. Yeah, he was. Ain't nobody got to know shit. So, and you know that happened a lot too, un, un, unheard of. You know that was going on more so. Than I we know. I have a funny feeling. I I think that Adam Silver's in the corner. I think he has to drop the absolute hammer, or he's going to be, he's going to be vilified well, by he his. Probably, he probably will. I mean, he's gonna I, have to. you think he'll give him a year? I What's think he's going to have to give him a year. He gave Calvin Ridley a year for making a sports bet. That's NFL, wholly different deal. You're right. Well, he's damn right on that. But like he, that. There's been a lot of press with this. A lot of it. He's have to yeah. set a because pre- he's already heard he doesn't set certain precedents. He doesn't do certain things. He's good. What they do to these this type of person make an example. It's almost like when you're in court or something and you're doing something crazy in some little ass town. We're gonna make an example of you, motherfucker. So nobody else does it, and that's what that's what they're gonna do here. But I just feel they shouldn't do the the, the same thing with Calvin Ridley. <clears throat> I don't think you should just punish him, just get him away from it. You should make him the spokesperson for this. Because in my shit opinion, my whole podcast, my whole show is change the world. You got to change yours to change the world. I have a lot of music. I'm involved with the music game. Music is my blame on everything that's going on with the kids. What they listen to is what they look yeah. up to. It's not the players. So John ja Moran is one of these guys. If you can relate to the kids this isn't what i should be doing that's what we need them to do not ban them for a year this exact thought is a very clear statement if you look at, i'm, I'm going to throw in a lot of the stuff we have as kids and have dealt with the last 20 years the school shooting shit like that it is a direct correlation with video games music allowing these kids to sit in rooms for hours on end with no social interaction. And all they see is a game that teaches you this is okay. And this is how you behave. It is destructive to your mind. And then he's hundred percent right. I agree. And I don't even blame the video games because I used to play <clears throat> Call of Duty. I credit GTA for teaching but me you, how to drive. But you also but the, had the music, Jeff. It's that music. I hear it today. I'm, I make music, so I don't like what I hear. It's just mumble jumble on a cool beat. But hearing that, I'm toting. I got that fire. I'm about to shoot them up i'm wetting them up it, it makes when you hear that all day you almost become that that's yeah, why you see them dress like that they dress like they'd be a young boy they got the shit hang they want to show it my groups are like this i don't want to show my shit yeah. it's the image it's bad coach and i'm like what the fuck it's completely on? destructive i agree with i 100 agree with you and that's why i used to wonder like people used to jump on marilyn manson and stuff it's marilyn manson's fault it, you're, i don't think that's wrong i mean you're putting out some very depraved shit man you know and people listen to that and they want to be like you because they don't have a dad or they don't have a brother around to help them out right they well, what about you, you coach coming up to like nwa all these guys tupac ice cube like were, were you influenced by the music as much see that's why i'm kind of torn on your guys statements i hear what you're saying and i don't disagree but i grew up in the the most gang banged out era of all time and we weren't doing this shit 
But were they talking about it in the lyrics? Because I, I listen to some old school stuff, but you know, these yeah. motherfuckers are so explicit you with know, it. You know, so you know, outright. Police. Fuck Don't the police, you think I'm with. Police and, 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 and DJ Quick, Black Pussy. And I mean. But coach, were they dropping their dead? Were they dropping people's names that they killed? That's insane what's going yeah, on these days. That shit happened. They, they were, like, dog, if you grew up in the Spice One era, fucking Spice One, that's all he did. He murdered everybody on every song. That's all the motherfucker did. So, like, Ice-T, I mean, the, but we knew that it was fiction. Mm-hmm. Like, this shit's not fiction these days, Coach. These boys really that's killed what I'm them. Saying, but them I'm saying, though, it wasn't fiction then either. Oh, but, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. But, the, but the people listening knew, all right, we had some type of hierarchy. We're not going to go do what the fuck these cats on the fucking album are going to say to do. We actually knew we answered to either our daddy or our fucking somebody. We were we had some fear of somebody. Nowadays, these motherfuckers running rampant, dog. They'll do exactly what they see on MTV or they'll or they'll hear on a, on a rap song. Shit. When you give a young kid who maybe already has something going on in his head already, when you throw on top of it, hey, I'm cool. Everything's good. But I also shoot people. And this is how you need to behave. This is the right way to be. Stop with this. This doesn't affect it. It does. Young young men, young kids are very adaptive to what they hear. They, they hear shit. They want to be that way. I was like that. We were all like that. But eventually I grew up and realized this is not the way to behave. And I knew not to, you know. But some kids don't have that. I would, I would argue that we killed more in my young days than they're doing now. I mean, oh, we had... It was it was gangbang inception. Like this was the inception of gangbanging, and Compton was the murder capital. I'm just saying. It, just be clear, this was a war zone back in the day. It's not clearly that we had to have armored tanks come through Compton. It was not. It's not that bad yet. I'm just telling you this. And then it and then it reset. It recited. It it kind of died out. But here's the thing, though. We don't have to listen to the rap. That is my point, Jeff. Like, I don't need to listen. Yeah, See, the don't. issue is we used to have absolute actual parenting going on, and you're not listening to fucking NWA, JB, if that was the and case. And that's, that's the other problem. They're, they're, the parenting has changed completely. I mean, you have kids that get younger and younger, and they're out busting guns, and they don't even care what happens to them. That's... I think that's super sad to me. I mean, it's sad to see kids like that ruin their life at that age because when they're 20, 30 years old doing life in prison, they're going to look back and say, I fucking ruined my life for, for some dumb shit on the internet. That I don't even like the kid anyway. It's, it's fucking And it's just sad. who they hear from because they hear the rappers. A lot of the, some rappers are like that and do it, but some rappers are literally just rolling with the image to get the likes. They don't live that life. Yeah. And the ones that did live that life that JB's talking about that are in prison are the ones saying this shit ain't cool. This shit ain't for you, and they don't listen to those guys. Gotcha. Yeah, it's a different ball game, man. It's a different ball game. Good I don't conversations. know. Different generation. It's just sad. I, I see kids that I would go play at the LA Fitness. They're talking about, oh man, yeah, we got to beat them. They're the ops. They're the ops. This is the other team we're playing against, little kid. What are you talking about? Like when you do know people that grew up with their uncle getting murdered by a dude over there on the other side of the street, that they have ops. That's what's going on in life. Just the lingo is just bad. Coach. You're 12 years old. Just, you don't have music. ops. What is an op? What are you talking about, little Jeffrey? Right. Like, calm down. Right. What's going yeah, on? It's, it's, it's wild. These motherfuckers, are, because there's no guidance, dog. There's nobody that's ever smacked the shit out of them in there when they were young. Even a bigger brother or a homie. They don't have it no more. Everybody's yes men. Everybody's on the same mission. So It's, it's all like, about the fear. You need that fear, that father fear, that uncle, that, yeah. that coach. That, 
that don't exist no more. That don't exist no more. I don't think that's even. I think that's so far gone. I don't know, dog. It's bad. It's bad. Um, pound that like button, man. Subscribe. Ball's talking here. He's been talking shit the whole time. He must just be a Jeff Nadu troll. Um, <laughs> he must just come in here. God damn. Ash, you're dropping too much money for us, man. I appreciate you. Um, exactly right. Exactly right. I'd love uh, for Ash to call in and break down all his medals he's got. Exactly right, Ash. Uh, man, we appreciate you. Ash is broke back. And then we got guys in here like, you dropped $20 just to say that? <laughs> Fucking idiots. Uh, and by the way, someone said uh, Jeff, man, because Jeff takes a lot of heat off of me. Jeff gets a lot. He Jeff gets hate like I do. It's unbelievable. Well, I love this shit. Well, I want to. I do want to address one of these guys. This guy says, "How many blowies are you giving to be able to join the Gambino crime family?" Um, well, considering they all call me and and bitch and whine about the shows I do, I would say I'm not getting in there anytime soon. Ryan, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Are you a uh, fan, Jeff, of uh, Franzies? If I'm even saying his last name, Michael's, Michael's he's a good marketer. Uh, his hey, stories, look what time it is, look what time it is, dog. His story's a little bit. I, I'll talk to you off the air. Yeah, knows I got you. Time, homie. He knows the time, like it's unbelievable. Now, Coach, some of, the, some of the chat members remember when the little ass was a little baby. All right, I'm coming. Ain't no little baby no more. It's unbelievable. It's unfucking believable. And that's a big ass dog now. Wow. Uh, all right, get out, dude. You're way too goddamn much, homie. Uh, uh, hey, LBC Rob, everybody in the chat. Chris, everybody in the chat. All oh, you guys, much love today, man. We're ending the show on a uh, on a bang. Wido came to help uh, join in. Uh, thank Jeff Nadu for joining us as the co-host. We'll be back Monday, Jeff. Yes, yes. We're back Monday. Jeff and I are back Monday with Baby Grunk and his daddy live. Um, and I'll be in Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas doing the show Monday and Tuesday. I'll be doing it from Vegas. Tuesday morning, we got um, McKinney on, uh, my main man, UFC fighter. Um, Terrence McKinney will be on the show on Tuesday. Smitty will be back Tuesday from his wedding in New York. And, uh, and we'll be back. And then uh, can't wait to get it going. So enjoy the weekend. I have an eight and three and a half days, Jeff. I'm on a straight up 72 hour fast, only water. I've lost 12 pounds, but I didn't do it for the weight loss. I did it to reset the whole system. So I haven't even been hungry since two days ago, to be honest. I'm not even hungry. Are you more sharp, coach? Everybody says something about they get so much more sharp without the focus. I do see something going on. I don't know what's going on. I, I think something's going on my whole I will system. tell you, as someone, I fast all day, I eat one meal a day. I love going out and running on fast to car. I love that. I love I love how you feel with that. If I ever fought again, which the first time wasn't great, but if I ever did, I would not eat the entire day. I would go in there like a dog that needs to eat, and I'm just, you know. I love that. I love not eating all day. And then get a nice meal. You feel good. Everything's great. Yeah, I got to uh, – I don't know. I don't know when I'm going to eat, though, because I've, I've, I've done what I, what someone said I could not do. So that's all I did this for because people said I, you ain't never going to do it. So I've done it. I've already exceeded it. I'm already at 77 hours right now. So I've done I've done it. Not one thing, not one thing, Wido, not even a fucking nothing. No fruit, no cracker, nothing. No food whatsoever. All water. I had a I had a. I had a fucking mint the other day. I don't know. I guess I chewed it up and swallowed that. So I guess that's something. 
but I have had nothing. So, damn. Interesting, huh? Tonight, you sleeping though, good. Yeah, I sleep. I'm sleeping pretty good. I'm up like shit. I'm up in the four more, four in the morning. It's it's not as so I I heard horror stories because the water fast is supposedly the hardest one. So where you just drink water, that's it for three days straight. Um, no coffee. I've had nothing. I haven't had any caffeine withdrawals. Nothing. But I have a I have a strong willpower, dog. I think that it's pussy for you to say that I can't do this. It's I can't hard to do it. But once I you can't do stop it, smoking, Jeff. I can't stop smoking. Yeah, you can. You're just pussy. Yeah. Like it comes down to it comes straight down to mental fucking willpower. So that's right. all. I stopped dipping cold turkey. I used to dip for 20 years. I just stopped one day. I said, fuck it, I don't want to do it because I had a fucking health scare and I was like, fuck it, I will never do it again. I can do it again right now if I want it. I'm not, I don't need to. I haven't done it in five years, but I can do it, man. I'm I'm at to try. I might go a couple more days to be honest. See what's going. I'm going to Vegas. I might want to go. You know, go out in the pool and shit. I might be like fucking ripped like Okung and shit. Forty days. That motherfucker didn't eat for forty days. He said. You believe that? I don't know no, about forty days. I don't, I don't believe that. I don't think that's possible. Forty so. days, you would die, right? Yeah, I don't think that's possible. You can only eat so so much of your own muscles. That's what your body starts doing. Yeah, dog. Uh, I don't know, but I yeah, man, I might. I might do a couple more days, dog. Shit, I might get down to like 250 around this motherfucker. Ah, shit. No yak, no stick either? And shit. No yak or stick either? 72 hours? No, I'm smoking cigar every oh, okay, day. Okay, okay. Just have hey, a lot of people know. Okay, we still here. First night, no food. I smoked a stick. Oh, man, I was in the lounge like, oh, shit. <laughs> I might, I, this might be fucked up. I might be fucked up. Then I got kind of used to it, so I smoked the rest of the week. So I smoked all week, but I haven't drank. No, no liquor, nothing. Only water, straight water, and push-ups, jump rope, and walk the dogs up here, run the dogs up here. So, hey, your body's eating on itself, dog. It can be done. It is a great thing because you're eating. It's eating itself right now, and shit. It's crazy though. My dick's got bigger, so I'll go figure that out. That'll happen. You is slap dick pretty Why much. Why you call me slap dick? Uh, my dick slapping across your face. <laughs> That's for all you slap dicks out there. Uh, it's been fun, man. Enjoy the weekend. I appreciate all you guys. And uh, Jeff and I will be back on next week at some point and we'll give some free game out uh, with all the ladies. We're gonna we're gonna try to do a show. Why do we might? Well, we were gonna we might have to call it the ladies' men. I don't know. Like late night in the lounge. Like remember the ladies' man on Saturday Night Live? Yep. Remember that shit, Cavassier? I'm drinking Cavassier, the ladies' man. I do ladies' night, coach. I have them pull up live in my studio. I know. You be having ladies on, man. We got to do that shit. We got to check it out. They like to talk. Hey, man, it's been fun. I appreciate everybody. Hit the like button. Subscribe. Become a member if you're not. Follow uh, Jeff's YouTube channel, Wido's YouTube channel. They're both getting it going. And uh, we appreciate it, man. And uh, we'll see you uh, Monday. I appreciate you got a daily you. rant today, Coach? Uh, daily rant today? Nah. Yeah, I'll do one later. Yep. Can't wait. For I don't you. know what it's on. You got a topic? I do a freestyle, so I don't even know. I just come to the – you guys have any topics? I'll do one. I should uh, get did, you, did, did you see the uh, Chris Everett? Laughing, yelling, that, that evil laugh Jeff has, that yell laugh that the 76ers when they lost. Uh, the Knicks, I mean, when the Knicks lost, I mean, I want to see that. Maybe I'll have them come on, but fuck them. 
Uh, did rant. you, did, did rant. you see the uh, the ESPN analyst? I think his name's Chris Everett. Something Everett. He's stepping down because they're getting rid of all the live analysts on ESPN. They're moving to the streamer dudes. Really? Something Everett. Yeah, he's on like late night. The black guy? White guy. White he's, guy. He, he's a good one. Like he'd come he on late night. Is he talking shit? Nah, he was just a good analyst. He would be like late, late, late night, but right after the game would be over. Like before Stan Van Pelt. He's got glasses. Oh, some Neil dark. Everett? Neil, that's it. Yeah. Damn, Neil Everett's a staple. Stepping down because they, they have to make cuts. They don't have enough room for the live analysts and stuff. And he's like, I'm going to go use or leave this show to make my own show. Damn, that's interesting. Um, Well, it's been fun, man. I appreciate you, Jeff. Appreciate you, Wido, coming right, on. Guys. I'll right. see you guys on Monday, man. Appreciate see you it. Later. Peace. What up, what up, what up, man? The Coach AB Show with my main man, Darnell Smith, a.k.a. Big Smitty. I'm going to bring some light to the darkness, man. I'm going to light it up in this mug, man, so I'm, I'm ready. It's going to be fire and ice. Uh, even though you got you bring that heat as well, you might be that ice that cooled me down a little bit. Played at Ball State. You've been at Fox Sports with great people around you. You've had Lil Wayne on your show. I respect, I respect the hell out of you to see that you're doing what you're doing and still doing what you're doing for real the way you do it, man. You said from day one you had the same enthusiasm. You keep the same enthusiasm and it's fucking contagious. We're about to give him this uh this fire and ice. The Coach AB show with Big Smitty.